Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. September 25th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, authorities say a horrible crash in Delaware County on Sunday initially began as a police chase by Chester officers. Police followed a suspect into Brookhaven, where several vehicles ended up smashed and many were injured. Officials say at about 6 o'clock, Chester police were attempting to stop a stolen vehicle. The pursuit took uh, police into Brookhaven. That's where the driver of the stolen car crashed at the intersection of Edgemont and Brookhaven Roads. The collision left mangled cars at the intersection, multiple people were taken to area hospitals. Officials said that they plan to provide more details on the incident sometime this morning because every, that's really uh, the only details that they released. So this morning, uh, they should release some more details about what happened. Nail salons in Philadelphia are on edge after two of them were robbed at gunpoint by what appears to be the same suspects and during one of the holdups an employee was shot. Two men dressed in women's Muslim clothing robbed a nail salon Saturday and the owner uh, said her employee was shot in the chaos. Police said the shooting happened at 7 30 in the evening on the 2400 block of Aramingo Avenue. The owner said one male took all of the cash and then shot one bullet through the wall. While uh, they were trying to flag help down outside, the assailant shot a 43-year-old employee in her leg and foot. Uh Happy Family Nail on West Gerard also says that they were victim to a similar robbery Saturday at about 4.15. Employees say they were forced into a back room while their money and purses were stolen. The suspect's description in both robberies is exactly the same. They cover their faces and pretty much everything from head to toe so that they can't be identified. Both salons were opened on Sunday hoping to make back some of the money that was stolen on Saturday. Some employees added a comment to the suspects, please stop it, we work hard to get money. Do nail salons hold a lot of money on premises? Well, I know my nail salon, you you get like a few dollars off if you pay in cash. Oh, all right. Yeah, a lot of people pay in cash and sell like cash tips and everything. Cash tips, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Right. The salon that I used to go to, they were held at gunpoint at at the end of the night. It's horrible. Yeah, so they, you know, I I don't go there anymore, but, you know, people were preying upon it. They waited till uh, everybody had left and forced their way in as they were getting ready to close the doors. Yeah, you just don't think of a nail salon as a target for robberies, but I guess so. Union leaders and Hollywood Studios reached a tentative agreement Sunday to end a historic screenwriter strike nearly five months, uh, though no deal is yet in the works for the striking actors. The Writers Guild of America announced the deal in a joint statement with the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers, the group that represents studios, streaming services, and production companies in negotiations. I don't want to take full credit. But on Friday, I made some calls <laughs> okay, to see that I could massage along. So hopefully it works out. The three-year contract agreement settled on after five marathon days of renewed talks by negotiators uh, must be approved by the Guild's board and members before the strike officially ends. In a longer message from the Guild shared by members on social media, the writers were told the strike is not over and no one was to return to work until hearing otherwise, but picketing... Nothing is- over! <laughs> His picketing is to be suspended immediately. Nothing is over! The terms of the deal were not immediately announced. The tentative deal to end the writer's strike, uh, the last writer's strike in 2008, was approved by more than 90% of the members. The agreement comes just five days before the strike would have become the longest in the Guild's history and the longest Hollywood strike in more than 70 years.
Thanks for taking my lead story in there, in oh. Tim Report. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Damn, it. That. Damn it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> as a result of the agreement, nightly network shows, including NBC's The I Tonight I can't continue with it. <laughs> the whore took my first story. Forget <laughs> <laughs> it. No, go ahead. Say the whole thing. <laughs> Do you have. Uh, no whore. <laughs> Do you have some details on who's coming back? No, um, no. I, I, my, my story was much more vague than yours. You went way okay. deeper. Yeah. Go ahead. Want yeah. to tell, tell everything? Why don't you talk about the war? <laughs> well, I, say, I saved the more important story for you. There you go. Yes, I do have a more important story <laughs> right. as well. Which we're getting, we that's did, we, two, two journalists trade stories. <laughs> we did discuss that. Yeah. As a result of the agreement, nightly network shows like NBC's God The Tonight Show, starring Jimmy Fallon and ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live, could return to the air within days, but as writers prepare to potentially crack open their laptops again, it's far from back to business as usual in Hollywood as talks have not yet resumed between the studios and the Screen Actors Guild of America Federation of Television and Radio Artists. Crew members left with no work by the stoppage will remain unemployed for now. About 11,500 members of the Writers Guild of America walked off the job on May 2nd over issues of pay, the size of the writing staff on shows, and the use of artificial intelligence in the creation of scripts. Actors who joined the writers on strike in July have their own issues, but they have there have been no discussions about resuming negotiations with their union yet. In sports this morning. Phillies beat the New York Mets 5-2 to complete a four-game sweep last night at the ballpark. Nick Castellanos hit his 29th home run to move the Phils within one win of a National League playoff berth. Christopher Sanchez struck out 10 in seven innings, but wins earlier in the day by the Chicago Cubs and Miami Marlins meant a potential wildcard clinch will have to wait at least one more game. With only six games remaining in the regular season, the Phils are off today, but open up a final homestand against the Pittsburgh Pirates tomorrow night. Aaron Nola will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 640. Los Angeles FC and the Union played to a scoreless draw on Saturday night during windy and rainy conditions at Subaru Park. The Union are at home again on Wednesday night to host FC Dallas at 7.30. In the NFL, the Buffalo Bills won in Washington, beating the Commanders 37-3. The Dallas Cowboys lost 28-16 to the Cardinals in Arizona. And the Miami Dolphins scored the most points in a game by an NFL team since 1966, overwhelming the Denver Broncos 7-20 behind rookie Devon A. Chance's 270. 70. That's 7-20. To 20. That's what I said. You no, said you seven, said seven, seven to twenty. Seventy to twenty. I told you, you can't trust her. <laughs> the Dolphins set a franchise record for scoring and finished two points shy of the NFL's regular season record set in nineteen sixty six. Seventy to twenty. Washington scored seventy two points against the Giants, and the Eagles return to action tonight. They'll they'll be in Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Both teams are two and zero. Kickoff tonight is at seven fifteen, and that's what I have for you this morning. A couple of weeks ago, I went to uh, St. Lewis and we saw my uh, my nephew uh, play football and it was one of those they they scored oh, seventy they scored seventy block. points uh, and it was like after a while we're like okay so <laughs> there comes a point where you're like oh wow this is kind of wild to watch this and it's like mm, this is kind of boring now well no, and the, I- the the cheerleaders for the team that we were watching every time they uh, the team would score they would do. <laughs> 
uh, jumping jacks for the amount of points that they scored. Right, right, right. So first it was, oh seven. my God, yeah, yeah. The next time it was 14, and by the end of it, <laughs> yeah. They had to do 70, and they had already done, you know, pyramiding right. up. to uh-huh. the, They put, they got in a full. Wow. Oh, they probably worked out more than the football team did, to be honest, uh, by the Is time they got done with all the standard cheerleader thing to do the, uh, I don't know, yeah. I've never seen it before. I kind of think that's kind of cool. I haven't been to a high school football game in years yeah. and years, so, huh. well, that's not true, but I haven't paid attention to a high school football <laughs> game in years and years, but uh, yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> All right, well, um, welcome back. Weekend's over. Work week has started. Uh, we had a uh, pretty much of a washout all weekend long, unfortunately, and a couple more days of that to deal with, but it is, and uh, it's there, and we deal with it, but we've got stuff to do in the meantime. We have lots of money. We have crumb bum cash. That continues, obviously. Uh, so we're up again for five times today, your opportunity to win five of $1,000 five times. So uh, crumb bum cash starts at 8 a.m. Get ready for the uh, secret text word. All right, not the secret text word, the actual keyword, and then we'll yeah. pass that along to you. Five See, grand a day. It's easy to do. Uh, we have a couple of guests on the program. Randy Bates. Randy. Our friend from the Bates Motel is going to stop by today because it's part of our big friggin' deal. And it's a chance for you to get some tickets to one of the premier haunted houses in the country. Rag them. And we'll talk to Randy uh, later on this morning about what they have in store this year. Uh, we also, this is interesting, um, Bill Weston's going to be on the show today. Yes, he will be. And Bill Weston is not just doing a little flyby, you know, hanging out in the studio uh, back in the corner and then we bring him on. This is a full-on Bill Weston interview today and we'll reveal the information on that later around 9 o'clock. But he's got uh, something to tell I us. I get off. And uh, we'll all get off together <laughs> Absolutely. on this. Event with, uh, Listen, with Bill. So. We've been waiting. I get off all the time. All right, so we have that, and uh, just recapping the weekend and uh, getting into Monday vibe. Yeah, the work yeah. Week vibe. So we'll do that very thing. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. I have breaking news in the entertainment. Oh wow! Oh, really? What's it going to be? Something about the strike. Oh, yeah. that right. when we return. <laughs> Maybe you you probably haven't heard it yet. <laughs> Maybe you did. Maybe you I, didn't. I've actually got a lot of good stories with Torchy. We'll, <laughs> we'll be right back. Stay with us. It's a scientific fact. People like free shit. And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. 
Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, T. Uh, stupid question. We're going to give away four pack of tickets of admission for a four pack of admission tickets uh, for Adventure Aquarium. So, pretty sweet deal. And uh, the question I'll ask for you this morning of you this morning is a statue of Lady Godiva stands in the center of which English city? Mm. 215-263-WMMR. Every time I hear this song, uh, Don't uh, Stop Me Now yeah. uh, from Queen. Don't like Lady Godiva. <laughs> I always think of that. I'm like, yeah, oh, yes, Lady Godiva, the old story, the naked uh, woman riding the horse through the town. All right, so what city does that uh, statue stand in? 215-263-WMMR. Bunch of really solid birthdays to mention today on the 25th day of September. Michael Douglas, and not only he, but his wife, Catherine Zeta-Jones, celebrate the same birthday. And they are a year older. Michael Douglas, significantly older at 79. And Catherine Zeta-Jones is 54 years old. Still going strong. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. Uh, it didn't always have uh, faith that this would be an enduring relationship. Yeah. But uh, apparently they, uh, don't they like to go to the Outback Steakhouse for their birthday? Probably. <laughs> I would think so. They, like, they do a blooming onion together. But they've been together for, I don't know, Long 25, time. 30 years, something yeah. like that. So, yeah, it's the real deal. So happy birthday to both How of could them. you divorce the star behind the candelabra? Right. right. Did they meet on the... Set of traffic. They were both on in that movie, Traffic, right? Possibly. Okay. Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, it's also Mark Hamill's birthday oh. today. Luke Skywalker himself. You just watched him in the machine, Casey. I did. Yeah, the machine's on Netflix now. Yeah. And uh, we watched it on Saturday. Uh, Mark turns 72 years old today. The first time I saw Mark Hamill was on One Day at a Time. He was Schneider's nephew. You I remember, remember that episode? Yeah, he was mentally... Yeah, uh, he was stealing slow, stuff. right? Yeah, yeah. Or, no, I'm thinking of a different one. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah. He was stealing things. He was stealing things. Right. Yeah, no kidding. And then uh, he was a kid, went on to uh, uh, to become the superstar that Luke Skywalker became. And then, then he you know, it's kind of fizzled out for a while. Corvette but, Summer. Uh, yeah, I remember that movie well. Yeah. Uh, but he has uh, he has since rebounded as of late, and uh, you know he's good at the Kingsman. great voice stuff. Yeah, I thought he was great yeah. in Kingsman. Yeah, uh, so he turns uh, seventy two today. Uh, Heather Locklear has uh, her birthday as well. She's apparently taking a turn for the better. Uh, as far as getting her sobriety and, and her yeah and her, gear. her mental issues and stuff okay. all set, set, which is good news. Uh, Sixty two years old today for her. Uh, it's also Will Smith's birthday today. Whoa. Yep, and uh, he turns. Fifty five years old today. Never will he ever live that no, down. That's I don't it. Think. You yeah. always think of him that way. Yep. In the place where 55 today, Will Smith. Wow. Uh, Cheryl Teagues, the uh, model and actress. She lives in Miami. She <laughs> nah, loves it, Miami. It doesn't turn right off. It, it fades away. Cheryl Teagues was one of my... Was she... Um, yeah, she was at uh, I think for me Christy Brinkley level. I mean, she yeah. was she was way up there. Yeah, was she on a show? Was she uh... Teagues and Friends? No, no but I, she wasn't like in Charlie's Angels or no, Magnum no, no. P.I. No, or no. Fall Guy or anything. Like she that. Was, was Alf's girlfriend. She did a little <laughs> no, bit. Of... She was she played Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they did flashbacks to Ron yeah, yeah, on yeah, that yeah. occasion. I, I didn't know that. Uh, she's 76 today. Michael Madsen. Wakey, wakey. Yep. Eggs and bakey. That's him. Kill Bill. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Um, lots of stuff throughout the years. You know, he's an intimidating character. He's good in the movie Species. He, he playing a typical Michael Madsen role as yeah. a detective, you know. He, never, I never he's good. Species. Yeah. I never did that. I'm aware of it, but I just never did see it. Uh, so he turns 66 years old today. Do you see the next birthday, Casey? I do. Okay. I'm sure you're queuing up the music as I, we I don't speak. have that music what? because of the uh, implosion here. Uh, well, but I, I have different music. I don't feel so bad about okay. that because it's Anson Williams' birthday today. We're happy days and we're not going to hear a the second. Pumps Up Your Blood song from the heart. By the way, I have good news. We okay. have sent the hard drive to a data reclamation center uh, and we'll probably get back a significant portion of the audio that we lost. It was only 17 years worth of crude audio. That's all. Yeah. One of them being the pump pump a pumps your blood song yeah. we specifically we said whatever you do yeah. get that back for us Anson Williams Potsy is uh, 74 today uh, a friend of the show Hal Sparks turns a year older today was was Hal the um the interview that led to the near death of the of uh, the situation yeah, he was right there yeah. when, it, when it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's we, the one uh, who... When we launched the chili can. In fact, yeah. he, he hit pulled the, button. the trigger, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it hit just <laughs> below his throat. <laughs> And I don't know how many feet per second, a ridiculous amount, but it lives in infamy yeah. in Preston and Steve history. It's ours, a Bruder film. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know what? Actually, yeah. we have slow motion. Back we have to the left. We have various angles. That one, we, <laughs> we had a video that showed it over and over yeah. from separate angles. It's great. <laughs> For those of you who may be new to the show, yeah. our, our intern, this is, uh, we were at the camp out for hunger and we wanted to do a thing called the chili cannon. So we essentially, somebody had a giant potato cannon yeah. and we filled it full of chili and cheese <laughs> and it sat and it was very, very cold out. And by the time we fired it, the, the stuff had congealed and turned into a solid plug. Oops. <laughs> and it hit Pituation right in the chest and knocked him on his ass. It but did. it was right below his throat. Right. Yeah. We're idiots. And that's why we don't do things like that anymore because we came this close a couple of times. We're like, you know what? Probably best not to yeah. step over the edge we and fall wanna... off the cliff completely. Exactly. Killing Hal... someone is not fun. Hal is 54 today. Uh, rapper and actor T.I. turns a year older. He is uh, 43. Who does he He was in, uh, in Ant-Man. Uh... He's one of the... Um, oh, yeah. He's one of the... One of the buddies. Burglars or whatever. But he also... Uh, he's like trying his hand in stand-up comedy right now. And, is he? Uh, Yeah, and he would... Uh... He blew us off, didn't he? He blew us off, and then... Uh, they were only doing urban radio, yeah. and so they weren't doing any, like, rock radio or anything like that. And then they weren't selling tickets, and they were like, hey, how about a phoner? And I'm like, hey, how about you go up yourself? <laughs> Happy birthday, T.I. <laughs> 43 it's, it's his people who failed him. Uh, actor Tate Donovan. Oh. Who's been in so many things I'm watching him in Band of Brothers right now. Am oh, I not? Yeah. You are. Yeah. And uh, he is also in a movie I'm sure that you are a big fan of, Preston, as am I. <laughs> Love Potion number nine. Uh, that is correct. That's right. where he and Sandra Bullock met, I think. And then they were, uh, I don't know if they got married or not, but they were Was very he close. and Jennifer Aniston were together for a long time yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's um, in Argo. I forgot about he's that. He's in Argo. And yeah. also, Casey, he's in Space Camp. He yes, he is. I think Wait. he's the lead in Space Camp. No way. Yeah. 
way. Uh, <laughs> so he turns uh, 60 years old today. Somebody else uh, who is in Argo, Nick, also celebrates a birthday. And she's, the, the, by the name, I never remember her until I see her picture, Clea Duvall. And she is in Argo. She was also in The Faculty. She's all that. Can't hardly wait. She's in Girl Interrupted. She was one of the patients in Girl Interrupted. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is, uh, she's a great actress. Uh, and she turns uh, 46 years old today. By the way, I don't think you see Tate Donovan in Band of Brothers. I think you're thinking of the guy from Billions. The guy from Interesting. Billions. Interesting. Uh, the guy from Billions? Uh, the um, man... <laughs> His name is. No, it's no, like no, 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 no. You're, you're, you're talking about the uh, guy who plays Sergeant Winters? No, that's not who I'm talking about. Okay, I don't I'm think talking he... about Tate. Well, just make sure, see if he's in the credits of uh, Band of Brothers. I thought he was. He's yeah. not. Mm. Huh. All right, huh. Well, let's move on. All right, Clea Duvall. you can use. Clea Duvall is uh, 46. Uh, Bridget Wilson is an actress, so she was in. Goo! Yeah, she was in Billy Madison. <laughs> Uh, she's gorgeous. Uh, she was also in uh, a movie Steve Martin directed called Shop Girl, wrote yeah. directed, and she she quit acting. She had, I think, one role after Lobot, but she married Pete Sampras, yeah. and then they started having kids, and then she bailed on her That's acting it. career, so she doesn't need to act if she doesn't want to. Uh, but uh, she turns 50 today. And then the final birthday I saw, the multi-talented Donald Glover has a birthday. Love that guy. Oh, you know what? What? Yes, he is. In fact, they're supposed to be going ahead with a Donald Glover-centric Marvel movie. Okay. And I don't know how that's going to manifest, but that was the plan. He's in Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, Also... Land of Colorism. uh, Yeah, he plays... uh, He's in Solo uh, and uh, The Martian as well. And uh, he's Childish Gambino and just he he can write and direct and perform and, you know, sing and all that stuff. Uh, He is uh, celebrating his 40th birthday today. So a big one. Breaking breaking news. Breaking news. Okay, we have breaking news. I figured out who it was in uh, Band of Brothers. It's a guy named Neil McDonough. Oh, that guy. Uh, Yeah. Oh, that guy. Okay. Wait, he's Very in the Marvel much. Universe. <laughs> this yeah. just said. He's in the Marvel Universe? Yeah, he is. Oh, no. <laughs> Breaking news, he's in the Marvel Universe case. <laughs> Can we, uh, do we, are we allowed to play, start playing this song and not take it all the way to the end? Yeah, the yeah, Marvel, yeah. Um, I just stopped it anyway. Okay, all right, thank you. Oh, right. and now, a press in Breaking News, we have this. There we go. Pump your blood. I, uh, Neil McDonald. Right atriums where the process begins, where the CO2 blood enters the heart. I'm speechless. Carbon dioxide. The pulmonary artery and lung. That doesn't okay, I rhyme. Can't, I can't take it. We're going to see if right. uh, we can get an answer to this stupid question. A statue of Lady Godiva stands in the center of which English city? 215263. WMMR is the number. We will go to Melissa. See if we can get an answer. Melissa, good morning. Hey, good morning. All right, Melissa, where would that statue of Lady Godiva be found, please? Oh, after some research on this one, <laughs> how about Broadgate Coventry? Coventry is yeah. correct. Yeah. Well done, Melissa. Hold on. Fourth pack of admission tickets for the Adventure Aquarium. Experience the glow with glittering gourds of all shapes, sizes, and species only during fantastic fall days. Now through November 5th, you can explore glowing sea creatures uh, and discover underwater pumpkin carvers. And tickets and information available at AdventureAquarium.com. That sounds pretty cool. At the box office, uh, number one, again, was The Nun 2. 
No one saw this coming. No. Uh, followed by Expendables 4, uh, Haunting in Venice, Equalizer 3, uh, Barbie is holding fast at number 5, then you have My Big Fat Freak Wedding 3, It Lives Inside, Dumb Money, Blue Beetle was ninth, and ra- rounding out the top 10 was Oppenheimer. Uh, so, don't know if you heard it, but the WGA and Whoa. major studios and streamers have reached a tentative agreement. Oh, breaking news! Oh breaking, breaking, breaking news! Breaking news! But not really. Uh, a new... <laughs> Kathy ruined my... Sorry. Stole my thunder. It's okay. No, I, she had way more details than I did. A uh, new three-year contract that promises to end the 146-day strike that has taken a heavy toll across the uh, content industry. Uh, negotiators reached the finish line Sunday after five consecutive days of negotiations. Day four on Sunday mostly involved lawyers at the Guild and the AMPTP hashing out the fine print of language around complicated and groundbreaking additions. Uh, to the WGA's minimum basic agreement and the nitty-gritty t- details of language around the use of uh, generative AI yes. in content production was one of the last items that these sides worked on before closing the pack. Now, the strike itself is going to be enforced through the Guild's contract approval and ratification process, but picketing has been suspended as of last night. Guild leaders are expected to uh, vote tomorrow on whether to formally lift the strike order against AMPTP signatories, uh, but no one will return to work until specifically authorized to buy the Guild. So it's not over, over. Nothing, Nothing over. is over. Nothing over. But it's getting uh, close. We've begun negotiations, but I can tell you that nothing's over. Nothing is over. Nothing. So, uh, but it's progress. Yes, and that's, that's right. It sticks. That's great. So, <laughs> I will tell you this: I was reading an article over the weekend, and that said um, during the strike because it was very long, and it was a different atmosphere that we're living in now with all these other streaming channels and things that are available on YouTube and so on and so forth, and repositories of shows that exist. Yeah. That viewing habits might have changed substantially, Preston. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. And that people don't really need, like, for example, late night talk shows. Um, they're they're sort of concerned whether people now they were sort of faltering to begin with. Return to that, but there's a you know there's a stuff has changed, and it's interesting to see how this will play out. Yeah, I mean, over the weekend, I kind of assessed myself personally on how much quote unquote TV I watch. What are you watching when you when you sit down to put and do you sit down often? I, don't yeah, uh, Rochelle. I I watched about an hour of television over the entire weekend. Yeah. I watched uh, an episode of Jack Ryan, and that was it. Right. The rest of it was some videos on YouTube. Uh, but I was pretty busy over the weekend, so I really wasn't watching television. I just, uh, and, but you know, I I don't sit down and watch TV much. Me personally, I'm kind of straight up movies. Yeah, and I will believe it or not, and I thought this would not be the case, but I spend a lot of time um, watching YouTube on yep. the TV. On, you, yeah, on, on uh, different different channels that I, I subscribe, yeah, yeah, which is and because that fell out of the realm of the SAG after thing, right. and, and so new content was coming out all the time, mm. and so that's that's what they're sort of worried about whether they have directed people to new patterns that they have to rebreak them of and get them back. Yeah, so we'll see how that plays out. I will do. I will watch YouTube, and maintly I whittle though. That's what I, I do a lot of my time. I just whittle. Yeah, whittle, 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 just whittle away. You know. 
Uh, so uh, some other you stories. And Duke sitting on the porch. Some other stories to pass along to you. Uh, the Chiefs uh, kicked the crack, uh, kicked the crap out of the Bears, uh, forty-one to ten. And Taylor Swift was in a luxury suite with Travis Kelsey's mom, Donna, taking in the game. So that has to now lead to at least the uh, affirmation that they are exploring the dating possibility. Oh, correct? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And with all either that rumors, or, or they're playing. They're playing. Yeah, yeah I, I bet you they are. I think they're playing. Yeah. You think but they're playing? It, yeah, I but it might lead actually. to something. I think they're playing with the public because yeah. it's become a thing now and it's like hey let's uh you know uh, my people talk to your people and let's do a thing here maybe you know? like after it all he was like hey come to the game or but something yeah, is, that, is that part of the like a dating process anyway hey, let's kind go out of, for a ride. maybe so, so, so that's there let's go out for coffee why I, don't you come watch me play an nfl game i think of the the song from bonnie Raitt. let's give him something to talk, talk about, about. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't they're know. totally I, banging I'm 100%. They're date, they've been dating for a while. They've been keeping quiet, and now they're having. I think they're having fun with people, but she left with them last night, and uh, I'm just a little pissed that she's now, quote-unquote, a Chiefs fan when she's been uh, espousing how much she's been an Eagles fan over the years. I know, I know. Well, that's now what she... people are giving her a hard time about, yeah. is that part of it, but I love it. I think they would make a cute couple. I think mm. I hope that they are actually a couple. I love how people were pointing out that it looks like he showed up, that uh, Travis Kelsey showed up after painting his house. Yeah. Because the outfit he was wearing... <laughs> His his fashion choice is very interesting. I was looking at their body language as they walked through the locker room, and I, I don't see it. Uh, I thought I, the same thing. Yeah, I don't. See I didn't. That. It was so as they walked past a um, a, a guy with a camera, mm-hmm. and so um, uh, it doesn't mean it isn't, or maybe right, they're I not agree. really good actors. I'm probably wrong, but I I thought the same thing, Preston. Like he wasn't looking at her and smiling and walking along. He was kind of looking away. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's playing the cool route. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, breaking news. Oh, my uh, God. I, 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 one is second. Bigger than the break, break, breaking news. Breaking news. Better than the Potsy song? Casey. Yeah. I know the cra- the cry laugh part of the Kelsey documentary. Did you cry laugh? I cried left. Isn't that weird? Uh, it was, and as soon as it happened, I was like, I know what he's talking about. I know exactly <laughs> what he's Kathy talking about. Kathy admits to knowing what the cry laugh part of the Kelsey documentary is about. We go down to Kathy who will explain what she's talking about. Kathy, please. Well, oh, okay. Don't explain, because uh, I want any, everybody to experience I, it for themselves. Yeah, I won't yeah. explain the actual part, but, right. but when it happened, I was like, I know exactly what Casey is talking about. I I started to get teared up, and then I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm laughing with tears in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so they uh, they made a splash uh, with this whole thing, and uh, whether or not it's legit, uh, you know, still remains to be seen. And uh, I think we need to see more before any confirmation. More. She did yeah. a good move, though. After it was all said and done, they have uh, footage of her. She started to straighten up the uh, the area around where they were. It was throwing out garbage and stuff like that. Oh, that right. That's in front of the mom. So the only mom. reason I don't think that there's anything there yet is because they have been so vocal about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, Because I, I feel like, uh, you know, Taylor is at such a level that when you start going on publicly about it the way Jason has and try, you know, then I think that is kind of a turnoff. That's why I feel like they're just kind of playing. Right now, I not think to say that they're not going to go anywhere. I'm with you. I'm with every you. take yeah. on everyone, yeah. every take that everyone has made, I think, has some validity as part of the overall picture here. Yeah, that there's some of that, some of the, you know, and 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 maybe there's some banging, Nick, or they just want to take that out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, anyhow, it was out in public yeah. for all to see. At least a part of it was, and we will we'll find out uh, the legitimacy of it all. Hopefully, in the next, I don't know, 
couple of weeks. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe we can be their cucks. Speaking of football, I'd do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of football, Usher will, will be the halftime performer for the Apple Music Super Bowl halftime show in Vegas, February 11th. Uh, the eight-time Grammy Award winner headlines the halftime show for the first time in his illustrious career and will be seen on CBS. We'll stream on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, he said, it's an honor of a lifetime to finally check a Super Bowl performance off my bucket list, and I can't wait to bring the world a show unlike anything else they've seen from me before. Uh, Usher has had a residency in Vegas since 2021, by the way. I didn't know that. No. Uh, I knew about Barry Manilow. are no further details about what songs Usher will perform or if any other artists will join him. And I'm sure they'll they'll have some. Well, not, maybe not. They don't always do that, but sometimes uh, they do that. I, he doesn't need... Listen, I forget where I just... Within about a year, year and a half, it was one of those tributes to another artist. He performed. It might have been Prince. And uh, did a great he, job. He blew me away. Yeah. He was great. Yeah, but I don't know any of his other music. I was like, oh, I don't know much about his library other than this song. The and, uh, the the pump up the song. Uh, the pump uh, up your blood. Yeah, pump up your blood. Oh, that's, that his, that's an original. That's his. That. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, let me yeah, hear if I can. Hear. Yeah. You can hear me in the back. I hear it. I hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Pumps your blood. Um. No, but like, believe it or not, in our system here, I have. A bunch of Usher music. There is, okay. there are actual legitimate rock artists that we can't find songs. Oh, for. you won't uh-huh. find the majority yeah. of the yeah. Beatles in yeah. Yeah. yeah, but we have Usher. But we've got lots of Usher. Yeah. What's our format again? Oh yeah, it's great. I mean, here we got like birthday. Uh, we got burn. We got confessions part two. We got I don't know. What's his most nice famous song? Slow. It's got to be yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, he has already appeared at the halftime show. He was a guest um, when they uh, the Black Eyed Peas headline. Uh, so he told Access Hollywood earlier this year that he'd be a fool to turn down the halftime show if offered. I'd be stupid. And so he is indeed a doing it. So there you go. All right. Um, all right, we've eaten up a lot of time. There's some things that I want to make sure that I get to before the morning is up. Um, so Hulk Hogan got married. Yes. <laughs> for the third time. Oh. Uh, he married his girlfriend, Sky Daly, in Florida. He's 70, she's 45. Yeah, which is about right. Right. Uh, just months after the pair revealed their engagement, newlyweds tied the knot in an intimate ceremony in Clearwater with their closest family members present to witness the occasion. Uh, it was wonderful. I was there for the wedding night. Uh, she donned an elegant white wedding dress courtesy of Rue Desain's bridal gown collection with an 18-carat white gold earring set encrusted with four-carat diamonds with a matching bracelet and a necklace. Hogan wore a traditional black tuxedo, which he ripped off as he said, I do. Uh, no, he didn't really. Of course. With a simple white corsage. Uh, the couple exchanged rings to cap off the Memorial Day, the memorable day, uh, with a source telling TMZ they were valued about half a million dollars. He looked. Uh, he looks leaner in these pictures. Uh, he wore the stupid black bandana, yeah. um, but which I... Uh, <laughs> stupid black bandana. I, I guess that's his thing. I got it. Uh, he may, kind of makes him look like a pirate getting married, but that's all right. Uh, and then, you know, the word is, and every time we go down to Clearwater, everyone says, oh yeah, Hulk, you see Hulk going through the airport. I, you know, I'm hoping. I did. To, you did? I saw him in Tampa. Did. Oh. Yeah, I told you guys that. Yeah. Why did I forget? Secur- I, security, I lost it. Security stopped him. That's why I noticed it. Oh. And they, they went through his bags and stuff, and oh. I was like, oh. Okay. You don't recognize Hulk Hogan? Uh, yeah, but but I mean, still, they wanted yeah. to, to make sure he was on the up and over. You should have said you were the Iron Sheik. That had to be flagged, so... <laughs> 
Um, so this apparently, this apparently was a spur-of-the-moment decision. Uh, Brooke Hogan couldn't make it to the ceremony at such short notice. notice. Uh, Nick Hogan was in attendance there. Spur-of-the-moment? You know why... She has this dress yeah. and all this specific jewelry, and it was spur-of-the-moment. You know why Brooke Hogan didn't make it? Because she would look about the same age yeah. as who he's marrying and look very similar to who he's marrying. Well, remember Probably. when he was dating her friend? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Brother. She has... Uh, the, the the woman daily has three children who were also in attendance of the intimate ceremony. The two had announced their engagement in July. Uh, the yoga instructor dated the superstar wrestler for over a year before the engagement, but they over are now wow. married. Yes, yes. So George Clooney is reportedly selling his Lake Como villa after 21 years. Villa Olandra. Oleandra, I guess I say it, is currently ah. up for sale. What are you interested in the buying? Uh, real estate agent, uh, real estate agent Yasmin Bezal. I work for Century 21. I uh, said that uh, despite previous rumors of a sale, uh, she said the time it's this time it's true and wanted to reveal uh, that a Milan agency who she would not name is handling the sale. So here's a picture of the spread up on the uh, screen here, Kathy. That's uh, yeah. So Lake Como is one of the most beautiful beautiful places on earth and that's why a lot of these celebrities flock to it it's in um the star wars movies they go there and casino royale it's unbelievably scenic estimates of the price of the property owned by the actor are currently as high as 100 million dollars <laughs> yeah what? uh the actor reportedly what? bought villa oleandra from the heinz family in 2002 for approximately 10 million bucks. So that's a nice little profit. He has made one wow. hell of an investment. 10 million, 10 million dollars. 10 million, 10 million, 10 million dollars. Uh, his arrival to Lake Como led to a real estate boom in which asking prices doubled. Like him just buying yeah. there shot the property value up. He later purchased an adjacent property, making it one of the largest private homes in the area. Uh, the 25-room villa's value was estimated at more than $100 million in 2022. Could you imagine having your, where you you walk down stone steps to your awaiting boat <laughs> yeah. so you can get around town? Yeah. I think they have one of those trampolines that floats on the water. Probably. Absolutely, they do. Yeah. Absolutely. By the way, they don't include it in the sale of the house, you're getting ripped off. Lake Como is where he met uh, Amal That's uh, right. initially, so it's very, very important to him, that area. No, but imagine being able to to uh, sway the real estate market? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that happened when I moved into Mount Airy. The, the prices <laughs> stayed exactly the same. They actually went down. Uh, Lake Como has naturally been the setting of many romantic date night for the couple, including most recently in one of the Grand Hotel uh, Tremezzo in July. Um, and he has hosted many celeb friends at the villa. They both have. In 2004, the cast of Ocean's 12 visited the villa. In 2018, Jennifer Aniston stayed at the property while filming her comedy Murder Mystery. No, Billy and, Madison? And Emily Blunt and John Krasinski got married there in 2010. Look at this pool present. Oh, up on the screen awesome. here. I bet you can get some great gelato in that area. I think it might be pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. This was um, a bit off the wall, but Paulie Shore <laughs> told fans via Facebook recent that he has recently that he has reached out to Richard Simmons about playing the iconic fitness instructor in a biopic. So when I read this article, I was like, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. that would work. It could, <laughs> yeah. it could possibly work. Yeah. Uh, it really would. 
I agree. Um, so he said, I've noticed all of the reactions to me playing Richard Simmons in a new biopic. And he said, so I reached out to him. I heard he's living deep in Big Bear and we've been playing phone tag. Yes, he still has a phone and I'm trying to make it happen for you guys. Be optimistic. He said, hit up Hulu, Amazon, Disney, HBO and all the big producers. I definitely can morph into this guy and I'll see you at the Academy Rewards in 2025. To be honest, I would like, and he is in Entitled to do whatever he wants to do, Richard Simmons. But I would like to hear from him. I always liked Richard Simmons because yeah. I think there Richard Simmons got Richard Simmons and would was also able able of making fun of himself, you know. And, yeah. and so, but uh, he's been off the charts, off the radar for a long time. I think we're going to have uh, Paulie in next month. We've had him in a bunch over the years, of course. But uh, he's at the Keswick on Wednesday, October twenty fifth. So I think he's coming in that morning. All right. We'll dive deep into We'll do that, a little dance, sweat into the oldies when he comes in, Preston. Yeah, we should do that. And a few deal meal cards will be strewn around the studio. All right, we're ready to roll the clips. In the musical, Flora and Son, a single mother clashes with her son while searching for his hobby. When they find a discarded guitar, may be their salvation. Huh. In this clip, director John Carney discusses the character's musical evolution. So the music in this movie, usually with a mu- musical, the, the criteria is give me the best song you have. With this, it's slightly different because they have to be good songs, but they have to plausibly be from the Flora character who, let's face it, found a guitar at the beginning of this movie and never played before. So she can't suddenly be Django Reinhardt. This cat really knows how to play guitar. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I, I, without even watching the trailer, I will watch this movie. I love John Carney. He's the guy who made Sing yep. Street. He Big did fan. Once, uh, uh, a Begin Again. Like, I love his movies. All right. Yep. Uh, Flora and Son is out in theaters now, by the way. Next clip. Here we go. The thriller It Lives Inside is a story about a demon, two friends, and uh, coming to terms with accepting who you are and where you come from. In this clip, director Vishal Dutta talks about how this is his first film he's ever made. Here we go. It was a crazy experience making this movie. I mean, I am lucky enough to have had great collaborators and partners through the whole process. I mean, I, our, my partners at QC Entertainment came on board. These guys are, they, they kind of pioneered this, this form of cultural horror mm-hmm. in mainstream storytelling. Uh, check out It Lives Inside, which is in theaters now. All right, and there you go. Your entertainment report for Oh, well done. Monday morning. Yeah, thank yeah, you, sir. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. Blood, sweat, and tears. That's what I put into it. All right, we have on the program, uh, we're going to talk to Randy Bates. We have a big friggin' deal, and you can get uh, two adult combo tickets for just 50 bucks right now, and Randy's going to tell us what all you can expect Yes, uh, for the thrills this year. Uh, we have Crumb Bum Cash, your opportunity to win some money, 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 $1,000, and we'll do it five times uh, today, but we start that at 8 a.m., which is approaching. Um, and Bill Weston is popping in today. We have some uh, information about Bill to share with you, so that'll be coming up later on this morning. We're going to break. We're going to come back in just a moment in this lovely, lovely weather that we share together as you drive into work today. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 13th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. 
with more and more area families struggling with food insecurity, Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to step up and make a difference with the Camp Out Business Challenge. The top business food donor gets a live on-site broadcast from the Preston and Steve Show. Second, a live broadcast from the legendary Pierre Robert. And third, a $20,000 WMMR advertising campaign. Plus, this year, all the challenge participants will be entered to win an in-studio visit with Preston and Steve for your employees, no matter the size of your donation. Large or small, every donation helps fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Visit WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. The rain uh, put a hamper on a lot of uh, weekend activities. Certainly ruined some of my weekend. But uh, I'm happy to hear uh, that the wind wasn't quite as severe as uh, was being forecasted. And the Always Sunny in Philly podcast ended up happening at uh, at the Man. And both uh, Nick and Case went to that event. And Jackie Bam Bam, too, yeah. Nice. Yeah, Jackie got to open it with the string band and uh, Uptown String, string Band. And oh, then, nice. Yeah, I didn't it was know really that was happening. And, uh, and man, he... He was in full Jackie regalia and looked. He looked like a million bucks, and the whole band sounded really good. So that was um, that was a sunny camp, a Rob McElhenney thing. They wanted to open it with um, a real Philly vibe, and what's more Philly than the Mummers? So they brought them out, and then um, Don McCloskey and his band uh, killed it. They, it's, they're so much fun. They were at MMRBQ a week ago, and then they opened the show uh, on Saturday night at the Man too. It was really cool. Nice. And so my my nephews went, and <clears throat> President was earlier just. You know, I guess around maybe uh, five thirty, six o'clock. I'm looking outside. And, you know, we went out to dinner before they went over to the man. Mm. I'm like, this is not bad. It was not like we were. I was expecting lateral rain and like yeah. you know, t- yeah. tearing it up. And I'm like, okay. Mm. And I, I had them, you know, loaded for bear for, with, with clothing wise. But I'm like, you know, it had to be. So, so what was it like? Uh, were there people out on the lawn? Oh yeah, yeah, people had lawn yeah. chairs and everything. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. It was damp and cold out there, but it wasn't like torrential most of the time. All right, you can swing that. I mean, it actually, yeah. it. it uh, I thought it, because they took an intermission, and right around in, in intermission time, I was like, it's a little cold. It was you cold. Know? And, I, and I had uh, worn, like, a sweat jacket. Right. And, and I was, like, getting a little bit chilly. But once everybody, like, intermission was over and everybody came back in, and kind of warmed things up a little bit. But yeah. Did you have your uh, fashion jeans on or no? No. Okay. You didn't wear no. your fashion jeans? No. It was more of a... Uh, it was uh, an Adidas sweatpants. Okay, okay, okay. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see what event calls for fashion jeans. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a way way too casual of okay. an event right. for, for fashion jeans. <laughs> right, you know? Me. But, uh, Nick, I, I was, um, there were a couple of different times where I kind of got like a little bit choked up because I was so happy for th- those guys and their success because they have, you know, people ask us all the time like, oh, you know, oh, was such and such celebrity nice? And, you know, and, and listen, for the most part, people are on their best behavior when they come in here. Right, and I, right. have, I never had really a bad experience with a celebrity, but those guys I can categorically say, because I've actually spent a little bit of time with them, they are so nice and so down to earth and and you couldn't... You, You're happy for... You, you want to see good people them. do well. And then mm. when you look around this, uh, this crowd, yeah. you're going like, these people... Are here just to watch these guys talk. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I'm just blown away at that. And like, I just was so choked up, like on their behalf. It yeah. just made me feel so good for them. Well, I talk about a TV show that they've already seen probably multiple times, and uh, so they're just basically going over old old episodes of Sunny and yeah. then um, recapping them and telling some funny stories about the making. Or Steve, they showed a bunch of bloopers, which were, yeah, I know we like oh, we all laugh, God, but they yeah. were just Love hilarious. Them. But Casey, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, I was looking out in the audience a lot, and everybody was.
was smiling. Everybody was having a good time. So it was Rob and Charlie and Glenn. And the host was Megan Gans, who's been a producer on the show for a while. And she is an excellent host. Yeah. She's great. There's a couple of times where those dudes start telling stories and going in different directions. And, and Megan's like reeling it back in. It back <laughs> like, in. All right, so guys, great. we're going we're gonna to start moving forward with it. Um, and uh, But my favorite moment of the night, which I think was the real crowd pleaser, was in the second half of the show, uh, they started this recorded video um, of Caitlin Olsen, and she was back in Los Angeles, and she was saying how much, you know, she was psyched that those guys got to be there. And it was a bunch of tongue-in-cheek comedy, yeah. but she was saying, you know, this is so great for you guys, <laughs> and for you to be in Philadelphia, and I'm so happy for you. And then, in, in, you know, so there's this iPhone video, and then she throws the phone down, and as the phone kind of goes blank and the screen goes blank, she comes from behind the stage, mm-hmm. an in-real person, in in light in real life at the at the uh, man and gets a huge audience reaction goes out in the middle of the crowd she's <laughs> running around and the the place went nuts and yeah. it was they were happy to see Rob and Charlie and Glenn they were ecstatic to see Caitlin. It was really cool to see the reception she got. It was really, really special. Uh, and that was a, that was definitely a highlight of the night. But, Steve, when, when the show was over, like, uh, it was, it was you know, it was musical, and yeah. Charlie's on the piano, he plays a song, <laughs> and then you feel like the song, that was the, the finale, right? And it was over, and then I think they all realized that, that Rob kind of wanted to address the crowd for, for a moment, and he did. And I was sobbing, because he shared this story about, you know, essentially it was just like, I, I feel like at home here, you know, like yeah. this, this is my home and I, you know, but, but I come home and I, and, and I just feel at home. And he shared this, this really sweet, touching story about him and his father at this place that I need to go see. It's called the Whispering Wall. I didn't know it even existed, but it was I a story it. where... He was basically, it was like nine, he was nine years old and his dad brings him to this whispering wall and he just whispers like, I love you. But like some stuff going on, you know, behind the scenes at the moment, like his parents were like going through a divorce. Right. Mm -hmm. But like it was, now I texted Rob and I don't like to text Rob. I don't like, um, you know, but I texted him the next morning and just said, I just want to let you know that that story was like so special. And, um, you know, and I said, I hate to bother you with stuff like this. And he got back to me. He goes, this is not the kind of stuff that bothers me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He's like, you're, you're totally fine. And then he said, Caitlin had never heard that story before. Oh, so that's why she was getting choked up and crying on stage because I'm telling you, like, as a father and as a son, like, you can really appreciate, you know, the story, the, the, the way that he told it. And it was just... So was that, was that, the, was that the, the absolute final part of the show? That, that was, that was so, how the so show. So how, how long did it go for? Uh, it ended around 11, right? Maybe a little okay. bit before. And then, yeah, so we told that story, and Casey's right. It was really touching and uh, and uh, genuine and heartfelt. Uh, they all appreciated, but I think especially Rob and Caitlin appreciated doing this show in Philly in yeah. front of all these Philly people. I mean, the name of the show, it's, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and they've done a bunch of these shows around the country. But it was clear to them, it was clear to me that it, it made a lot of, uh, it was a huge impact for them to be there that night. Um, and, yeah, it was it was really sweet. It was, it was super touching. And uh, I'm so glad it came off. I'm yeah. We we were telling everyone I was getting bombarded with uh, people, you know, checking in. Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? And they said rain or shine, and mm-hmm. it actually turned out to be pretty good. And what time did you finally cut out? Well, uh, so uh, you know, we're lucky in this job to have some connections. And so there's a guy named Brian Master, and Brian is a musician. He's he's a great guy, and he's uh, Don McCloskey's manager. So I 
didn't. I, I was lucky enough to stand uh, side stage the whole night. I didn't. I had seats, but I didn't even go out there. So I was watching Don McCloskey. I was watching the whole Sunny podcast from the side of the stage. Oh, and by the way, Steve. Uh, after that story, they they left the stage and they came back and they had t-shirt cannons. And they were <laughs> so there was like a lighthearted moment at the end. Like they that. didn't. They didn't pack the t-shirts tight enough. By the <laughs> yeah. way, they wow. were exploding when they came out of the. Uh, yeah, you, you really have to like tape yep. them up. Yep. So I'm I'm hanging out on, on the side of the stage, and then uh, we went backstage afterwards. And um, I, I'd never really spent a lot of time backstage at the man before, but we were able to bring Casey and his daughter and his daughter's friend back. And so we're all kind of hanging out, and we we're sort of on the Don McCloskey side of things, and hanging out with a bunch of the musicians. And their band is just so cool and so talented. And um, I felt really comfortable and really happy. And Casey, at one point, you just kind of like felt like you didn't want to stick around any longer. And so yeah. Casey took off. So <clears throat> at some point when these things happen, and I've, d- I've done a few over the years, you know that like there's going to be a merging of the after party. So we're on the band side, and then we kind of worked our way over to the fall, Four Walls Whiskey side and the um, and the It's Always Sunny camp. So I got to say hi to Glenn again and see Rob and Caitlin. And Caitlin gave me a big hug and, and they, um, you know, was chatting with Charlie for a little bit. And it was really, I felt very lucky to be there. I felt really, I, I felt a lot of gratitude and I felt really good about myself. And I was like, man, this is, this is, a, this is a cool moment. So this, I promise this is building to something. So when I, when I got there at the beginning of the night, I got there early. I wanted to make sure I got in and plenty yeah. of time. And so, um, there are essentially two parking areas at the man and I parked uphill figuring that that would be an easier place to get out at the end of the night. And so, uh, when I got there, I just, I kind of walked in. There were some nice security guards who are huge fans of the show and, and they said, Hey, you're going to come in this way or whatever. So after the show's over, I'm backstage for about, I don't know, an hour or so, and I'm saying my goodbyes, and Rob and Caitlin take off, and then Glenn and Charlie leave, and um, and then I'm hanging with Brian and Don McCloskey, and I was like, all right, it's time to go. So um, I'm down downhill backstage at the man, and I know where my car is, which is all the way up at the top of the hill. So it's, instead of leaving the venue, I cut through the venue to get to, get to the top of the hill. And uh, I get all the way up there, and essentially, at this point, I'm the last person in the man. There's nobody there at all anymore. And I get to the top, and all of the gates are locked. Oh, no. So I'm like, oh, crap. Do I go all the way back downhill, or do I try to find an exit up oh, here? Oh, no. Yeah. That's, that's, so I told Andrea this story yesterday, Kathy. She, that's where reaction, she said, oh, no. Oh, no. And uh-huh. so, this involve climbing. Not, not climbing okay. so much right. as That's where I was thinking yeah. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I know uh, there's the, the skyline stage of the man is also uphill, and I know which is great by the way. It is. It's a really cool spot to see a show. And um, Steve, I went there um, a month or so ago and saw a band called Mount Joy, which I, yeah. I, I really enjoyed. And there's a sort of a, a side exit behind where the Mount Joy performance was. So I go over there, and that's locked. I'm like, man, all right, I think I'm gonna have to go back downhill. <laughs> Which, fine, whatever. I go down the hill and I'll come back up, whatever. Yeah. But I, I now in my mind... So now the sun is rising. Now, now in my mind, well, the time is starting to tick by, and the longer I'm there, I realize that there are fewer and fewer people who are going to be able to get me out. Are you by yourself? By myself, yeah. Okay. Thankfully, because if Andrea had been with me, she would have murdered me. So I'm by myself, but now I There's have... There's a mountain man up on the hill. I have this mission in mind that I have to get out, and I'm going to find an exit. So I work my way into this little side area, and, and I see uh, a gate. And I'm like, all right, I think I can uh, squeeze through that. And, and I can and I do. So I've made it out and I think I'm home free and I can get back to my car. Except that at the end of that gate, there's a service road and there's a locked <laughs> fence at the end of it, right? Oh. A locked fence? A locked fence, right? And it, it was basically like where trucks can come in, load trucks, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, for, yeah. for the upstairs uh, or the uphill uh, skyline stage. So I get to the end of that and I'm like, God damn it, I'm, not, I'm never going to make it out of here. But I realize that that gate 
has uh, uh, limits on either side of it, and it's about the, you know the length of a road. And but uh, on either side of the gate are uh, thick Pennsylvania uh, pricker bushes. Oh, so now I have to decide. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. And by the way, my whole mindset the whole time is I know, like I know what I'm doing is is stupid, and I shouldn't well, be up here. We are committed. Yeah. I have committed to this point. Wait, so, are you in your car at this point? No, no cars, he, I'm trying to get to, to, get get to his car. car. Cars outside, right? And yeah. here, here's the other thing, Preston. Um, uh, we cracked the bottle of Four Walls last week, and I wanted to get a bottle for you. And and I so uh, the people at Four Walls Whiskey were nice enough to uh, sign. So you're I'm, walking with a bottle of whiskey, whiskey with a bottle, unopened bottle of Four Walls uh, whiskey, signed by Rob and Glenn and Charlie. I'm like, I have to get this to Preston. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I've got like two uh, T-shirts with me. And uh, so I, I'm like, all right, I think I see a bit of a path to get around this uh, stupid gate. You're going to climb up over the pricker bushes? I'm going to climb through the pricker bushes, oh Steve. God. And, and so I start like, I, I'm like putting my foot up and stomping some bushes down and then ripping, you know, putting my hand underneath and lifting other bushes up. And I brought a sample for you guys because when I got out I of there. I'm looking oh. over. I'm like, what is oh, on I his hate those, things. those are yeah. briars. Yes, it's oh, a briar. Yeah. Stay with you forever. You, things suck. You should see the back of my shirt, Preston, because there are five thousand of them on the. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm crawling through these prickle bushes, just trying because I know yes. I know there's a way out. I know that I can make it to that, and if I just get through, <laughs> then I can get to my car. But as so, then I kind of like slip and fall, and I'm crawling on my hands and knees. And at that point, I just started laughing at myself, and because nary a half hour before, I'm hobnobbing with all yeah, these right. A-listers. Uh-huh. I'm getting hugs from Caitlin Olson. I feel really good about yeah, myself. And then you realize where you really are. <laughs> That's uh-huh. exactly where you are in the world. Uh-huh. This is my life. That's why I, I'm so I'm so averse to. I get reminded every second where right. I really am. Yes. So so putting myself in that situation is like that's why I would probably leave early rather than cl- crawl through pricker bushes. I, I but I commend you for trying. I can't do the voice, but I'm thinking of uh, Shawshank Redemption and Morgan Freeman uh, narrating. You know, it, it was at that point when Nick realized he shouldn't have climbed through the pricker bushes. Three hundred yards. Yeah, uh-huh. It was and about what 15. made matters worse. He dropped Preston's. Bottle of no, I got I got it through. But it was about 15 yards of prickle bushes, and it was wet and gross and disgusting. And now I'm covered in, and I get out, and like I'm trying to slick my hair back a little bit. And I literally had prickers on top oh, of my head, man. and I'm pulling them off. And I like I get back to the car, and I'm like, man, am I a moron? Like, but it's like that scene, Preston, in the in the out of towners, where um, uh, in both movies where they've spent the night doing everything wrong. They're, we're going to bypass this. We're going to get. We're going to have a great time and. There's a, a comedy of errors that occur, and they arrive at, at a hotel where a guy goes, oh, he just flew up to Boston, stayed there, and then came back down. And, and the, the, whether it's Jack Lemmon or Steve Martin, they're all just teeth are knocked out. And you go, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, they've clearly not done that at all. But I was, I was of the mindset that, like, I have committed to doing yeah. this at this point. Like, I, I, I knew that there was an exit. I knew that where I, I didn't want to go back downhill. Because I would have been admitting, admitting defeat. How much time did I save? Yeah. Zero. None yeah. uh, If I had gone back down and we walked back time. up, I would have been we, out there. We, yeah. we, all, we all do that. And when you get into a venue, and when you can't get out of the venue, uh, listen, and then you you are sure, though you know you're not, you're sure that the world is watching. Watching you somehow that yes. there's some sort of Truman Show close camera that's on you watching you do this dumb stuff, and but once you commit, yeah, that you have to keep. It's like a rolling. All right, 
Risk reward, risk reward. That's exactly right. What, what, uh, that's what, what my brain yeah. was, and and so Andrea was like, "Do you think there's any security footage?" Oh, right. Of you? That's what I was thinking. Because <laughs> there should be. And I'm like, who is watching? Uh, yeah. Who do we get in touch with? Somebody's sitting in the security office of the man, yeah, yeah. Wa- laughing their ass off. Somebody texted in and said, "Nick, this is karma for sitting at those restaurants till closing time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's we true. talked about the other day. That's my fault as well. Uh, oh man, uh, listen, I've had dreams that like semi nightmare that that's it yeah. like you 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 see a little window of a little glimmer of hope and you go for it and and it went from uh, a good idea to a bad idea yes and then you keep going and you keep going you keep getting into worse and worse scenarios as you go along. Well, I, yeah. just, I had a, a, a thing <laughs> I'm, I'm a very accomplished driver and I, you know and I and so I had one of those things where there was a, a, a male truck in the middle of the road the guy could have parked a little bit more to the side of the road to allow traffic to it but I'm like can I get by here? And this happened just yesterday. I'm like, I'm not sure I can. Though, though there sometimes what kicks into me is I need to prove to myself that I can. And yes. that was countered by why do I need? <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Why do I need to prove to myself that I can do this? Because there's every possibility I can't do this. <laughs> it was like when I uh, in college I was locked out of my dorm room, and uh, instead of calling security to just come and unlock my door, which I ended up calling security anyway. I kicked my door open and I completely broke the door jam and everything. I mean, and it wasn't like, oh, one kick. It was probably 10 to 15 kicks to get this door open. I had to call security anyway to tell them that my room was broken into. <laughs> like, so I didn't do, I didn't save myself anything. And you are so, you're so, I you remember the time I ripped the door off the bathroom yes. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was in a stall and I'm like, the, the, it would not open it. And I actually started to panic. Because it was during a commercial break. We have a text message that says, uh, Indiana Nick and the Temple of, <laughs> temple of Duh. Yeah, that's how I felt. And there, there, another text that came in and talked about Pierre's moment uh, after the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that's exactly what was going through my head. Uh, if you don't know this story, Pierre got to go to the Rock and Roll Hall, uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremonies a few years ago. He was sitting at Jackson Brown's table. Two tables over is Mick Jagger. Keith Richards is there. And he's having the time of his life with these legendary rock stars and uh, thinks that he's uh, made it. And he's doing really well. For himself, and from, then the next from the day, highest high. From the next day, yeah. From the next day, he gets home and he's cleaning a lot of turds out of the kitty litter, and he's like, "Oh wait, no, this is real life." Yeah, <laughs> the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame—that's the fantasy. Wow. Yeah, so that was my Saturday night. It, and listen, I can laugh at myself, and I did laugh at myself. It, it, like There was a moment where like, I can either choose to be angry at the choices that I've made, and I wasn't thrilled with them, uh, but also I realized that I'm just an idiot, and I made a dumbass choice. <laughs> you know, those briars, those yeah. briars stick to you. What are those other things, Preston, that uh, if you walk through them... End up it, on your shoelaces end and up stuff? On, uh, well, no, those are like little balls. These things are like little sticks that have like two little prickers on them. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sticks. Prick sticks. Sticks that have two little prickers on them. No. Yeah. So uh, size-wise, they're probably about this big. Mm -hmm. But at the end of them, they have two little things, and they stick Mm -hmm. into you. The bri the, the those I mean, the, what, what Nick showed there is is the worst. They they will thorns. they'll attach okay. to everything. Uh, they're a little flat uh, yeah. briars as well, though, and they get all over the place. Those you have to pick off itty bitty ones one at yes. a time. You almost need like tweezers to get them I, off. I told you one time I was my dog ran into um, the bushes. It was along the West Haken Trail, and it was like those um, um, those sticker bushes. And I reached in, and there was another bush right next to it. And when I took my arm out, my arm like felt like it was on fire. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. There, was, there was something yeah. that was similar mm-hmm. to the briar, but 
clearly uh, was had some sort of toxin or something yep. in it. Yep, there's and some I, planets. I've, like, I've brushed up against them too, and you have little, uh, yeah, uh, almost like little blisters. Yeah, I'm like, uh, what the hell's going on? And, and wasn't uh, uh, not um, poison ivy? Are they called nettles? Is that what those are? Maybe. All right, maybe nettles. Yeah, nettles and James, a wine cooler. Yes, those are uh, delicious. <laughs> Uh, but that's an adventure, Nick. You, yeah. you, you took that. That I would qualify that as an adventure. Yeah, and uh, now I know if, uh, in case of emergency, uh, that you can escape the man uh, uphill. All you have to do is climb to a pricker bush. Exactly. Now, yeah. let me ask you this: At any point, did you consider cracking open that bottle of Four Walls whiskey <laughs> no. just to help you soldier through? No, I was on a mission. There's I a knew video that. of Nick just sitting there. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> I really. I want to toast everyone. I really wanted to get it back to you. I had a bottle of water at some point. I don't know where that. Went, but uh, <laughs> Steve, it's like the end of the movie, The Thing. They just oh, sit yeah. down and crack open the bottle. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Um, well, I'm I'm glad you survived, yes. uh, and I'm, I'm, and more importantly, I'm glad that security didn't stumble across you yes. as you were sneaking through gates and locked areas, yeah, yeah. and Hi. all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. trying yeah. to explain yourself with a bottle of whiskey in right. your hand, or like I ran into like a family of skunks at some point, or you know, a bunch of angry badgers. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Now everyone knows. About it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. God. God, wow. Um, but other than that, great night of the man. I'm sure. I'm sure. Was it raining, by the way, when you were leaving at this point? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like a nice drizzle on my head. And I, I mean, really, I was soaked. My shirt was soaked and covered in barbs and thorns and whatever the hell else. Uh, cobbler's pegs is what these things are called. Cobbler's pegs? Yeah, so if you take and a look at some cobbler's pegs. Oh, you know what, Case? I've never seen those before. Hold that up if you wouldn't mind that pressing on your phone. Yeah. I've never seen those. Cobbler's pegs. And you say that those end up on you after you uh, yeah. walk through the woods or something? Yeah, my friend and I had about uh, okay. 40,000 of those stuck on us when we Oof. were at the Springfield Mall because we <laughs> were uh, walking through brush to get to said mall. And I didn't realize it until we had uh, we had gotten in there. I'm like, what the hell's all over you? Here, the- Tom, uh, Tom wants a comment on the nettles. All all right. Right. Let me go to him. Hey, Tom, good morning. He just hung up. He gone. Oh, uh, stinging nettles. Stinging nettles. Or what they're called. And uh, those are the ones that can uh, uh, cause like a rash or yeah. something like and that. Yeah, it happens yeah. like almost instantaneously. Yeah, yeah it's almost yeah. like it's uh, uh, the, the plant has its own you know, venom yeah. uh, to protect uh, from whatever, from anybody brushing so, up against it. But I've had that happen before. Could have been worse, Nick. You could have gone through a stinging nettle bush. face <laughs> full of stinging nettles. Oh, my Our God. Dr. Harper. <laughs> I had oh, some, he's a monster. I had a uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Don't move, freeze! It's a monster, and he's an alcoholic. So, Nick, I have a question. From the time your your last foot left uh-huh. the building, how long did it take to get into your car? Uh, about uh, twenty five minutes because oh I God. because I had texted Andrea when I was leaving, and then I texted her when I got back up to the car. I'll tell you. Well, so this this manifests in many different ways. So my heart goes out to you in that. I, I remember, you know, prior to. Uh, GPS, um, getting directions to a place at Preston. And it's one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, I was out in Rocky Point, Long Island, and I'm turning down a road, and, and I'm like, this can't be right. But this guy is good with directions. And I'm like, you know, and, and it's that risk-reward. Okay, well, I'm in this far. Okay, I'm in this far. I'm in this far. And don't you know, I end up in a in a 
muddy mm. farm, like pumpkin patch, mm-hmm. and the car gets stuck. And thankfully, the car had a boat hitch on it. Oh my god! Uh, but but you know, I was able to get someone to pull me out. But I'm like, Oof. and then you get out. I felt so goddamn stupid. Oh sure, I yes. just wanted to listen. Look. If I had something to kill myself, I would have used it. On on several occasions, I have made a choice of what looks like an obvious choice to me. Yeah. Well, we'll just go through there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's it's got to end it's up right there. there. It's, yeah, it's right there. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's got to end up where we're going, right? <laughs> that's right. And then it ends up being, you know, a a, a huge yeah. detour and getting lost, or you you went you absolutely went the wrong if, way. Oh, I, twice. I hate that. It just yes. irritates. Twice at the Philadelphia out of me. Cricket Club for the core event. I, I I drove in on the golf cart. Path. On the, yeah, right. on the uh, yeah, because yeah. there's a part where you can cut to the right, and I'm like, this cannot be right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you think in your mind that this makes sense, and this is going to get me to where I need to go. And yeah, Preston, like if I had just gone the way that Casey had gone when he left, I would have made it to my car, no problem. Yep. But I thought, well, I can just go the same way. Yeah, that I, I just came had him. I yeah. got a foot massage on the way home, and then I'll <laughs> be good the to be- go. The best part is though, it's like you know, you see something and go, well, why isn't everybody going over there? I yeah, mean, clearly that's the yeah. That's a shorter yeah, way to right, go. Right, right there. I'm way smarter than all of these. <laughs> Why people. are they driving around when there's ice oh. on the lake? You can just walk across. I'm so relieved I, I was that. by myself, though. Like I just, you know, if Andrea had been with me, she, I mean, she just would have flat out murdered me. Kathy would have killed me. You know, <laughs> I, I, I made the wrong choice, they, but I did it by myself. They probably would have dissuaded you. you they probably would have yeah, talked yeah, me yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, listen. I'm glad the the event was uh, a success that it that it ended up happening fully, and that uh, there was there was a crowd. And uh, I saw the videos that you posted on Instagram, Nick, and it looks like everybody was just in such a great mood. Yeah, and it was really cool to see, as Casey was saying, you know, the the, the response that the Sunny guys had just for, you know from the audience from Philadelphia. It was really cool to see them. And then Glenn was saying as we were leaving, he's like, "Hey, you know, I'm back in town in a month, and if, if it's not too much, I'd love to come back and see you guys." So I was like, "Yeah, maybe we'll see." Maybe yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Just great, just great. Um, love it, and I love the relationship um, with those guys, and and watching them do well like that, yeah. and the hometown crowd respond that way. Awesome. Yep, excellent. All right, well, thanks for sharing the story. Yes, glad you made it back live. Me too. Um, we're going to take a break because we want to stay on time for Crumbum Cash, your first shot at winning a thousand dollars coming up at eight a.m. So we will make sure that you have the proper keyword and how to enter and all that stuff. And then when we get back, I've got some great bizarre file stories that we will pass along too. We'll be back. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Pro Team Collision, your certified collision repair center. And if you get into an accident, Pro Team Collision is there for all of your auto body repair needs. Venezuela's government has congratulated security forces on clearing out a center of conspiracy and crime, the notorious Tacoran Prison. And the BBC reports that 11,000 security personnel took part in the clearing of the prison, which had been run by the inmates for years and functioned more as a hotel or small city than a penitentiary with its own bank, swimming pool, gambling facilities, a nightclub called Tokyo, and what? even a zoo yeah, I was, with flamingos and ostrich. I was watching this and impressed and it reminded me. Basically, it's like Escape from New York. Yeah. They just put a wall around it. You do what, you, you're, you do what you're going to do. Yeah. Dozens of prisoners brought their... Their wives and children's to, uh, children to live in the prison. Uh, according to one woman, she said, I am waiting to hear where they are taking my husband. I was living in there, but they kicked us out. Uh, you got kicked out of the prison. The prison. Uh, Come on, man. The government said security forces regained total control of the prison and the inmates were taken to another facility. The prison was the headquarters of the powerful Tren de Aragua gang. I like this part of the prison more than better schools. Uh, which was engaged in such criminal enterprises is human trafficking. Only one casualty was reported during the operation, which led to speculation that the government had made a deal with the gang. Kathy, they did have a target. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but some inmates apparently escaped. Soon after it announced that the prison had been cleared, the government said a second phase of the operation would be carried out to capture every one of the escaped criminals. Wildlife officials in Colorado are investigating after a moose attacked and injured a woman and her dog on Wednesday. It was a cow moose that charged at the woman while she was walking her dog along the South St. Vrain Trail. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? Which Again, is, it was an utter catastrophe. Which was Ow! just outside of Boulder. The moose... Headbutted the woman and stomped on her multiple times. Oh, my God. Uh, the woman walked to a neighbor's house and contacted local authorities after she was taken to a nearby hospital. Authorities did not release any information about the extent of her injuries. She went, said that the dog, which sustained minor injuries in the attack, was leashed when the, the attack happened. Wildlife officers could not locate the moose in the aftermath of the incident. Uh, they put signs near the trail to warn visitors of a potentially aggressive moose in the area. Uh, and moose can sometimes view dogs as a threat, according to Parks Wildlife, noting that the department advises anyone hiking in areas where the animals could be close should keep their dogs on leashes at all times. Uh, cow moose can respond aggressively when their calf is around. Have you ever been in proximity to a moose, like at a zoo or something? I saw a, a moose yeah. in the wild yeah. At, yeah. Um, in Yellowstone. And yeah. yeah. 
enormous. Yeah. yeah. I saw a mom with her baby uh, while I was climbing up Mount Washington. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a lot of brush and trees in between us, but uh, we tried not to get too close. No, smart move. Mm-hmm. A middle-aged man who went berserk over a golf ball has been identified as an Ohio resident with a history of previous arrests for menacing behavior. This went viral over the weekend. John Warren Reeb is his name. This guy's nuclear-level douchebag. Oh, my God. Mm. Just the I ultimate. state-of-the-art in douchery. Uh, the viral clip showed him arguing with fellow players about a ball before ripping off his shirt and challenging them to a fight. The thing is, when you rip off your shirt, you should somewhat be impressive. Uh, the This summer alone, the five foot nine man has been arrested twice for aggressive behavior outside his home, including one incident where he threatened his neighbor while wearing only his underwear. Uh, the golf course can uh, confrontation begins when, with Reeb uh, when he was wearing a green polo and khaki shorts, is accused of stealing someone else's ball, which he clearly has no intention of returning. He said, you'll leave after I don't give you a goddamn thing, holding up the ball. And after the golfer then says he isn't prepared to fight on the golf course with this guy, which somehow sparks a wild reaction from Reeb, he says, I'll plant you, bitch boy. Now get the F off the cart. He then rips off his shirt and screams while tensing his muscles before shouting, you see that? That's a dude that's been to heaven, bitch. And you want to test God? You effing come and get it, S stack. What? However, the other golfers have clearly seen enough and they eventually decide to drive away. Uh, Reeb then shouts at other onlookers, bend to heaven, leave me alone. Uh, someone who responded to the TikTok and claimed to be a witness of the outburst said that Reeb was shouting at a female golfer. He said, uh, okay, I was in one of the golf carts and one of the girls hit her ball kind of close to him and we drove over so she could hit it again. He then grabbed the ball and said, oh, no, you ain't. This is my ball now, bitch. Uh, but that was a special ball to her, and she wanted it back, apparently. Isn't so. golf supposed to relax you a bit? It is. Yeah. It he, is. he seems anything but relaxed. By the way, on July 15th, he was charged with disorderly conduct. August brought two more arrests. He was also convicted of driving under the influence of drugs and alcohol, uh, speeding in the school zone. October 7th, he possessed uh, narcotics in July, December of 2015. Uh, planning an intentional riot in 20. 22 yeah. and trespassing earlier this year. At what point did he make it to heaven? He also caused a dramatic car crash in 2020, which caused him to be thrown out of his vehicle. So he's just a he's yeah. a dude. He has been permanently banned from that particular yeah. golf course now uh, and other properties that they own. So hopefully more people will get on board and say, don't let this dude play here. Mm-hmm. All right, this is messed up. An experienced wingsuit diver, a skydiver, smashed into a plane's wing and was decapitated. Oh! Just 20 seconds into uh, his jump in the south of France. It was revealed during the pilot's manslaughter trial. I, I did not see this story ever. So Nicholas Galley was the first of two skydivers who was released from the single-engine plane at 14,000 feet in July 2018. Moments later, the aircraft's pilot identified a 64-year-old Elaine C., uh, rapidly descended and caught up with the skydivers as they were gliding their wingsuits and the plane's left wing and a strut clipped gaily Ooh. before be- it beheaded him. Why Why was he as, I- I- intentionally going after them? No. Uh, the victim's emergency parachute then opened and his lifeless body landed in a field. Uh, in the wake of uh, Gailey's death, the pilot was charged with manslaughter with prosecutors arguing that his errors caused the horrific accident. Elaine defended himself in court insisting that he had done nothing wrong and that uh, Gailey did not follow the expected course and should never have been on the course. According to the pilot, Gailey, an engineer and skydiver with 226 jumps under his belt, was parallel to the plane and Elaine thought that he was further south. He said, 
I think my flight path made sense. Uh, this has been the tragedy of my life, but I am not at fault. Uh, Elaine, who worked for a local skydiving school, admitted on the stand that uh, he had not briefed the skydivers and wingsuiters about the jump. He then lost track of the wingsuit jumpers and assumed that he was clear of them, even though he acknowledged that they don't descend much and that can be in conflict a conflict with the aircraft. Jeez. So, uh, the verdict in the manslaughter trial is due in November. Cut his uh, head off. When mm. I've been skydiving, I, I know that um, you know you jump out of the plane, right? And then the plane uh, gets down pretty quickly, so they do dive down really fast. Mm. Uh, and I remember them. We while skydiving, we would see them land before we came down. Okay. Uh, so do they veer? Do they veer away? I, don't know. I yeah, you would think so, right? I would. That would be my decision. Just yeah. kind of get away from the skydivers. Maybe it's different. Hey guys, for different pilots. I don't really. Are you enjoying your jump? Don't really know the story. So who knows? Some scary stuff there, though. Speaking of scary stuff, uh-huh. and I'll use that as a segue. Uh, we have a guest who is on the line to talk about the scariness and. And it's part of uh, the big freaking deal this week, which is pretty awesome because you can get two tickets to the base motel for just $50. Yeah. That's huge. So. I mean, it, it, just the best. Yep. Uh, so we would like to welcome our good friend for many, many, many years, Mr. Randy Bates hey. of the Bates Properties. Randy, good morning, sir. Good morning, fellas. How are you? We're good, man. Good to talk to you. And uh, are we getting all set? I, I would imagine that the season is underway. Everything's going on, right? Absolutely. We opened up last Friday night and had a nice crowd. Excellent. Nice. And the thing is, with I mean, you've, you're have you always adding uh, attractions, A. But, B, you guys are nationally celebrated as one of the preeminent haunted attractions uh, in the country. Does that, does that place a lot of... Uh, stress on you on how to up yourself every time, Randy? Uh, it doesn't place a lot of stress on us, but we do strive to make changes and be better every year. In fact, uh, this year we were just uh, named uh, the number two in the nation over-the-top haunted attraction. That's wow. amazing. And there's, there's, by the way, there are, are now countless haunted attractions, and for you to be in that position says a lot about what you're doing. Well, 33 years of doing this, and, you know, you got to have a fantastic team. We've got welders, artists, sculptors, uh, contractors, uh, electricians, you name it. We've got a complete team that puts everything together. So when I tell people, and they, you know, and I say if you've, and most, thankfully, most people have gone out and continue to go out every year, but if you haven't been out there, um, you're, you're, you're looking at like, um, movie studio quality presentation. You're seeing things that you, you would expect to see at like Universal Studios. That's how good it is. How many people uh, does it take to put on what you put on there? Well, currently we have about 325 people on staff. <laughs> um, 280 every um, any given night. Wow! Oh my gosh, that is that's a that's a full scale operation. Oh yeah, yeah. that's huge, man. Uh, and how many different attractions altogether? Because you guys are always there's just so much stuff going on there, Randy. Well, we, we brought our hayride back. You know, when COVID hit, we had to change to a walking trail. People uh, they dug it um, because they can see everything up close. But then uh, some people that are a little overweight are having a hard time climbing the one last hill. So they put a sign up there. Uh, Asthma Hill. Yeah. Asthma Hill. That's the, big, that's the biggest terror, whether you're going to make it up the hill. By the way, uh, sensational uh, hayride. I mean, that's was what, that was your initial attraction, and you've built on it. Uh, you know, uh, there are there's some huge audio animatronic creatures along that trail. Yeah, we've really added a whole lot. In fact, last year we put in a, uh, 
a full-blown Western town, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, we've got digital effects. We've got some video effects, um, a lot of pyrotechnics, as usual, and tons of actors. Uh, it really turned out cool. So nice. being aware of the, the complex, where where is the main control center, the main command center for all that stuff? Because I assume you've got to have, I mean, it, it, it's a it's a ton of gadgetry. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Um, we have different locations, uh, some in the... Uh, the Haunted Trail, the Scare- Revenge of the Scarecrows. Right. Uh, in Bates Motel, there's a, a control room. And uh, the, the beginning of the, the hayride uh, is a complete control room. That's how we time the wagons. They go out. And uh, all the sets and props are all uh, timed as the wagons go through. A lot of people ask, Randy, and I don't know. So, uh, obviously, this is a Halloween attraction. But you, you go past Halloween a bit, correct? Um, no, we stopped it on, on Halloween the last night. Okay. Really? Then, uh, okay. We go right into uh, Christmas tree mode. We sell uh, Christmas trees. <laughs> yeah. So. How about, yeah, there, there, there's, uh, yeah, there's always something going on there. Are you doing, do you do the, uh, the, um, uh, the illuminated, um, ride, uh, uh, there as well this year? Are you going to do that? No, we stopped doing that in, uh, 2020. The weather was just killing us. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, when, it, when it snows or freezes, you just have a, it's a mess. True. So but we just went to the trees. But now we do, as you know, we do the escape rooms in Westchester. Yes. Um, and uh, we put it in rage rooms. Oh, yeah. oh, rage, oh, wow. rage rooms are very popular. Yeah. We stick you in a room and <laughs> uh, put you in a suit and you bust up a bunch of bottles and plates and things like that. Love that. Hey, uh, Rand, just getting back to the, the haunted stuff. I know that you guys do uh, timed. Uh, you, you can like book specific times and stuff like that. So when you buy these half price deal tickets with the uh, MMR big friggin' deal, if you enter the promo code, uh, you can also book your time as well, right? Yeah, that's the most important thing. We we had some issues with in the past where people would just show up with their vouchers. So when you get your voucher, go to the BatesMotel.com, click buy tickets, and in the spot that tells you, uh, do you have a promo code? Put your voucher code in there. Choose a date and time, and Perfect. you'll print out your tickets. Oh, that's great! So yeah. then you're, you're, that that eliminates you know bunching up and, and long waits, and everyone can get the full yep. experience. You walk right in, get the ticket scanned, and away you go. Excellent. Perfect, perfect, excellent. Well, listen, uh, we're, we're happy to partner with you on this again, and you get two adult combo tickets for just 50 bucks, half price. That's great. <laughs> you, if you have any interest in this at all, you're crazy if you don't take advantage of this gift. Now, it is... Um, it's while supplies last. Yes. So keep that in mind. It's going on now, and you can go to WMMR.com uh, to get to it. So, all right, we know you're working really hard, Randy, so we'll let you get back to it, but always great to talk to you, and, and uh, thanks for partnering with us once again. All right, bud? Uh, you're welcome. You as well. Good talking to you. All right, Randy Bates. Yeah. Bates Motel, it is happening. I do it every year. I mean, I, I yes. can tell you how you many times to. I've gone through the, the hayride, but uh, it never gets old for me. I mean, we go back... We go back forever with Randy yeah. when, it, when it just started. And yep. from where it was to what it's now, you would not believe it. They work on it year-round. Every Get year. Get it ready. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment, a little later on this morning. Mm, Bill Weston. Uh-huh. On show, so get ready. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the 5th Annual Market Street Run for Blue, Sunday, October 15th. You can run or walk this five-mile course on Market Street, starting and ending in Old City, with proceeds benefiting the Philadelphia Police Foundation and awards for top finishers in multiple age groups. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. 
Sunday, October 15th, 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Did we touch on this briefly earlier in the entertainment report that uh, Taylor Swift mm. was hanging out with Travis Kelsey's mom at the Chiefs game? Right. And uh, we all had our own little opinions about what's going on. Yeah. And uh, I thought each of them has a legitimate take on the whole story. Yeah. I, I think it's, uh, <clears throat> I think they're just kind of playing uh, with the public right now um, that they haven't really started dating yet. They may. They might, but yeah. as of now, I think they're just going. Well, let's 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 you know, like I said, the the song. Let's give them something to talk let's about. Give them something to talk about. But however, about Bonnie Ray. That's you know, people are saying we should be together, and uh, all right, well, let's, let's do it. But also, and I agree with that. And this could also be there. Well, let's see how. Let's see if we're compatible. Let's see. Since they're all saying it, let's give them something to talk about. If it works out, cool. Yeah. Um, Nick believes firmly that they're banging, which I believe is also a possibility as well. Uh, you know, but y- you don't know. But at when you're at that level of stardom, and she's clearly mega, mega off the charts stardom, and her, certainly his star is is very high as well. Um, how do you? How would you even keep a relationship Dude, secret? They'd have to. People would have to be sneaking them around, yeah. and there would have to yeah. be di- di- distractions and diversions. diversions. Yeah. Or uh, to move Taylor to somewhere where he might be without somebody knowing what. Ukraine. Ukraine. Oh, yeah, it's a distraction. That's it. Yeah. The that's whole it. The, the whole war. thing. It's been in the works what? for a while. Oh, my God, are we sexed. Wow. They really wanted to help out yeah. with two of our celebrities. Uh, I'm on I'm on uh, Nick's side. I don't think that they have time to play games. I, I think he, she's in the middle of a tour. He's in the middle of a season. I don't think they're doing anything that's, you know, not work-related. Work I think if she's going to be there, it's for an actual reason. And the obvious connection here, if you're not a Taylor, if you're not dialed into Taylor Swift's legend, uh, you come into the sports, you're coming into the Kelsey family. You know, obviously, we have a beloved brother right here in our own city who has been absolutely playing around with this whole thing uh, and annoying his brother about saying, oh, yeah, they're absolutely 100%. (laughs) But obviously the story of her in the the suite with uh, uh, the the Kelsey's uh, mother, Mama Kelsey, Mm -hmm. uh, hanging out side by side and and seemingly enjoying the thing. He had said said to her, you need to come see me in my Stadium, basically, right. yeah, uh, you know, and he, he did he did run a touchdown, which was cool. I think Ma, Mama Kelsey is the key to this whole thing. I don't you think, think so. I don't think Taylor gets into the suite uh, and gets to hang out next to Travis and Jason's mom if not for the fact that she had met him met her already. Yeah, and so this is sort of the public's introduction oh. to, to the relationship. You don't think I the don't mom's nailing her? I don't, I don't think the mom's nailing her. Okay, I but, don't buy that. I think a mom, even not having met Taylor Swift, would say, "Hell yes." yes. She's a protective mother, Preston. She's Please. looking out for Travis. She's making sure that the that the, this person is uh, Mama Kelsey approved, and therefore uh, they are having sex. I, also I think, think she they... would. I think there is something to be said for the magnitude of the Taylor Swift aura that would oh. she oh, yes. she'd throw <laughs> both sons under the bus just to spend, <laughs> yeah, just to yes. have lunch with her. One hundred percent. My mom would run me over to get to Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, I also think that they would make a great 
couple. So I, I'm I'm leaning You're pulling towards, for. Well, I'm pulling for them. So, sure. so that's why I'm leaning Has to she, that she, side. But we determined she's never been. She's always with uh, musicians and or actors, right? Uh, which is not apparently for her career. It's played out very well because she's generated a ton of uh, songs. Mm-hmm. But in the love life, um, maybe the maybe, maybe a, an athlete is, is the way to go. Maybe this is what's going to work. Right. Or he better watch out. There will be a song. If you have, as Nick has pointed out, if you have that Taylor Swift nation turn against you, I mean, look at what Don't happened with it. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah, they had Seriously. a song was reissued. She was past it. The song on a re-recorded album got back up into the charts again, and they went after Jake Gyllenhaal again. Steve, she did. She changed one line in a live performance in, the, yeah. in that song about John Mayer. Yeah. And and this was like, I think at a show at Chicago or I don't know, somewhere in the middle, I said, it doesn't matter. Uh, she changes one, changes one line, and uh, uh, the entire Swift Nation starts attacking John Mayer again. Like, and what did I do? It was like 15 years ago. I know. Do you guys think that maybe Taylor, at this point, We'll start preemptively writing a song ahead of time. About Travis Kelsey? <laughs> just in case the relationship goes bad. Yes. Uh, you know what it's to called? already have you know, the, the, the chord progression together. Travis D. Travis oh. D. No, she's always very uh, she's always very cryptic mm. when writing these songs. I don't think she'd be as blind. I hate Travis. I Is hate Travis. No, no. I would say this. Um, no, she... She probably, and she's been the first to admit it, that it certainly serves as good fodder for her creative side. But, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, maybe this is it. Maybe you, you break the cycle, break the, 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 uh, the singer and the, and the actor <laughs> thing. And, but he also, you remember he was on the, the, he was the bachelor, or the bachelorette. He, uh, he was, oh, on, I don't know. He was oh, on no, no, the- no. He was on his own show. His own show, that's yeah, it. Okay, yeah. I, uh, and um, it right. was his own Travis Kelsey dating show. I can't remember what the name of it okay, was. Okay, yeah, I was on because I'd seen footage of it. And it looked like it was The Bachelor or something like that. All right, I have another theory, uh, and that is, I believe this is the precipice at which the pushback against Taylor Swift begins. How think, so? Uh, I think that she is wandering into uh, overexposure slash obnoxious territory. And and listen, I know Swifties are probably going to be mad at me for saying I'm that. Mad Nick McElwain said that, <laughs> not Casey. Uh, right, it was Nick McElwain, not Casey. But I think that um, there there comes the point where it's there's sort of like the Kardashian effect, right? Where you're out there Morning all... personality Nick McElwain was found in a briar patch outside the man. He'd been beaten to death. Uh, I think that she's going to start um, and, and I think that this is, uh, you know, people that were watching the Chiefs game yesterday, I saw, Casey, I don't know if you saw this, but Chiefs fans were pissed. They were watching the game at home on TV and they kept showing Taylor Swift on TV. And oh, like, they were mad at that, huh? Show the damn game. We're tired of looking at Taylor. Uh, I I don't see the overexposure. As, as long as she writes hit songs, uh, she she will be immune to overexposure. She's, she's, as long as she connects with a with a with an audience that buys her record. She's had a level of fandom that is is Beatles esque in in uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean so so um and there was a pushback against the Beatles there, there was there absolutely was there's okay. always a rise and a fall and uh, people love never seeing... said Taylor Swift was bigger than God <laughs> better than God I said what I said and it was wrong or it was taken wrong um so she was uh, in a long relationship with an actor named Joe Alwyn or some crap uh, yeah uh, and then they broke up in the spring and then she was dating the dude from the 1975 that guy Matt Healy I believe right, right. and that ended and then that. That, that just ended. That's another reason yeah. why I don't think that her and Travis are an established item just yet. You have to, you know, I agree with that. Yeah. But I would think also that, um, you know, when we're getting it, there's there's a, sometimes a delay. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm curious to see how this will go because I, what about here locally when uh, like Ben Simmons and um, 
Uh, which uh, Kardashian? Which uh, Kendall. 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 Yeah. There was that. And, yeah. and, to, and to the local fan base, that's not something they... I mean, Kendall, Kendall Jenner is not Taylor Swift. Mm. No. Uh, and vice versa. I, I would like to clarify my uh, my take on what's going on because I, I think I don't think that they have hooked up yet. I think that they have... Uh, I think they've acknowledged each other. Look, all this, this hubbub is going on. Let's really set this on fire and I'll come to the game and everybody will explode about it. But I'm not saying that that's the, uh, that they want it to end there. Right. I think it's an entree into why don't we try this that's, out? You it's know, a great excuse to, to do to do the thing. I, I, I he invited her. Yeah. I would mentioned the uh, uh, you know the song Bonnie Raitt. Uh, give him something to talk about. There was a uh, uh, when I was uh, in. Uh, early stages of radio, I was dating this girl, I was going to college, and she had all her college friends, and we would all hang out with each other, and there were these two, a uh, uh, guy and a girl, who, they were they were not dating each other, they were dating other people at the time, but everybody kept saying, you know, you two, you two guys should go out, you should date each other. They had no interest in each other yeah. at all, and they heard this so much, her names were uh, Carrie and Chris, and they heard this so, so many times over and over, that eventually, and the, uh, they hooked up together, and like years years later, they ended up getting married. So well, they, they, they were sort of massaged yeah. into it by, yeah, by were, the people they, in their lives. They had not even considered it, right? Until people kept saying, "You guys should, you should, you should." And it's like OJ and Nicole. They were just like, "Oh, uh, let's give it a shot," and they yeah. ended up going the distance. Well, I there you go. That was, I well, thought that was really cool. Sometimes people can see something that you can't see, you yeah. know, and and I get that. But mm. uh, yeah, he had tried to float her his number a while ago. Have you yeah, ever had that situation in your life where where you were kind of everyone was saying you should be with someone that they'd be a perfect match for you? No, I was begging people to be with yeah. me. Nah. Was, Could you happening. just touch it? Yeah, can you? I all I want you. I will to give you five dollars if you touch it. No, no, I was never fortunate enough yeah. to. It's usually really good-looking people that have the opportunity to do that, right? Uh, yeah, Marissa, what were <laughs> yeah. you going to say? Uh, Kathy said something that really struck a chord with me, and she said they don't have time to do anything that isn't work. And to me, this is work. This is her like they're just riding this yeah. out this wave yeah. and and now she has found a way to get into the football community so like she has her swifties she has all that and now suddenly rolling stone is posting photos of the chiefs and her at the game so you see it even more feet. as a marketing campaign than i do okay i feel that that um everything she does is calculated okay oh. every oh. single thing and then if you guys remember last week rumors started that kim kardashian was dating odell beckham jr yes yeah. like suddenly kim is now dating a <laughs> See, know, I, like, would, I would get Jenner it from the Kardashians. Like, I think from the Kardashians, yes. From her, I, I don't think so. She's more of a genuine person than the Kardashians. I don't agree with you that everything that she does is calculated. Of course, she has a business and a brand, sure. so part of it. But like Kardashians, absolutely. I don't. I, I don't. I maybe just because I'm. You open. see them as more superficial. You think Taylor Swift has more gravitas. Uh huh. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to throw this out too. Um, not to say that everybody doesn't have very different taste in people, and you can date all sorts of people. Um, that show Catching Kelsey. If you guys recall, it was uh, there was a girl from every single state. So there's 50 girls. And <laughs> was that the premise? That was right. the that was the premise of his show. Oh my god. He picked um, a winner. Uh, they did not date, but he ended up 
dating the runner-up for like five or six years, she couldn't be the complete opposite of Taylor Swift. So like she's she completely opposite of Taylor Swift? Completely opposite so, of what Taylor Swift is. And if you have to guess what people's you know vibe is in, in a partner, um, I wouldn't pick those two together. So what, what's so his story, uh, you know, it's funny because you, you guys both watch the, uh, the uh, both you and uh, Kathy, Casey, watch the, uh, the uh, documentary. The Cry Laugh documentary. Right, the Cry Laugh documentary, Jason Kelsey. Um, and uh, and so so um, I'm not. I I don't know. I, I we know him obviously, and obviously he's the same blood and that that courses through uh, his brother's veins. Do, do you think? Do, do you think he's the same level of authenticity and as, as, as Jason, Jason is? Yeah. No. No. I think no, no. I think he's flashier. He's showier. I, I think he's yeah. flashier. Yeah. 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 He, he likes is. being on TV. He likes yeah. the spotlight more than and uh, he's more refined than Jason is. Jason is happy to be um, you know the bearded dude without the gel in the hair and. Shows up doing the uh, the mummers rant at the Super Bowl parade. I mean, that's Jason likes uh, attention, but I don't think that Jason wants to uh, have a reality show based on him dating. I think he he's much more authentic to like his actual life. Okay, you said refined. I'm gonna go. Travis likes the flashier things. Right, he's, he said flashy yeah. as well. Yeah. So so yeah. yeah. All right, mm. interesting. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Who would you who would you date, Preston? Jason or Travis? Oh wow. Jason, wow. Jason. Jason. Jason, I yeah. think uh, <laughs> Travis. You'd be Travis? Yes. Okay. I mean I love Jason, he's great, but, yeah. but Travis um, is better looking. I, I think if Travis we're going is, on looks, I'm going with Travis. Travis is a good looking <laughs> dude, right? I was watching Puddling. a documentary and I was like, God, he's good looking. He's Wait, so good looking. Yeah. Did we not hear Casey? <laughs> Casey's going on cuddling. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, because I could either be the big spoon or the little spoon with Jesse and Jason and be happy. Casey, you yeah. know what? I need to, uh, I actually, I need to see Travis's house because based on Jason's house in that documentary, no thank you. No. Really? He's, he, they're so messy. Are they? They're There's so three messy. kids. There's three kids. No, babies. No, it's and beyond. the house is smaller. Like, that's it, the other part of it. It's I, like, I he doesn't have a big flashy house. You have house. three kids. I guarantee yeah. you, your house didn't look like that when your kids were young. Well, did, hmm. did you? You probably didn't take note to what was in the background. I did. This is a peek into uh, into uh, earlier dating Kathy, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why is this on the floor? The outside me out. Mm. You're lucky if there's finger stuff. It was one of the first things I noticed in the scenes. I was like, what? Their house. What's funny about that is when I see stuff like that, I'm like, oh, thank God. They're just like normal people. Yeah. 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 Marissa? Kathy, uh, Travis has a great penthouse, but it's in Columbus, Ohio. (laughs) But is it neat? Well, he's the only one living there. It better be. If you're the only one living in your house, it better be. Especially when you, obviously there's somebody who's a, a service that comes in and cleans it. He's not dusting. By the way. I am I am this close, Kathy, to really getting rid of every single cup, plate, bowl, uh, and piece of silverware in my house. Like every single one is get it, it out right for and a then, while. For a while, you did the one bowl, one plate. But the problem there, Preston, for, for everyone, and that's one bourbon. So the problem there, Preston, is that there were still other um, pieces dishes. of dishes in yeah. it. So so, it, but if I get rid of everything. Thing. Uh-huh. And there is literally only five bowls, five plates, five cups, five forks, five not. You know, you're and saying then, that they're leaving their stuff strewn around the house. Yeah, but like so, yeah. but like if you, all right, so I have the green cups and the green plates and the oh. green forks, and that's mine. I like that, right? Yeah, and that is it, right? So you're responsible for your own, your own stuff, colored. 
That's it. Yeah, right. That's one cup. Not a bad idea. That's all. One cup, one mug. Right. One coffee mug, one cup. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about? What about a stein? Does everyone get a stein? No. Okay. That, that's a, well, listen. Whatever your mug is, right. if you want it to be a stein, it can be a Whatever stein. Whatever your vessel is. Whatever your vessel is. <laughs> For my grog. There's only one of them. It's not a bad idea, Casey. I really don't yeah. hate it. So it, so when I had this idea years ago, the, the idea was flawed because I still had other dishes and stuff in the house. That so, they could just go to. Yeah. 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 So do you think Jason Kelsey would right. adopt this or would Travis he Kelsey adopt to. this system? Well, I think Jason is the one with the uh, the, mess. the mess issue, according yeah. to Kathy, that is, yes. I just want to clarify, what I meant to say was he has a penthouse in Kansas City that he lived in with the old girlfriend. But apparently there was like rumors that like he would make her pay rent for like living with him. Why not? So then there's like this whole side of him that he but you're right because well she they were was living together and they weren't married exactly. and yeah she was a model she had her own wealth yeah, well, right. you're just like the little like tidbits fact, that I, you start I, to get from these i guys. would actually insist on that because yeah, living you, together you, you're not you're not yeah yeah and on both sides i would say i don't this is not the arrangement you know i don't yeah, yeah. not yet not yet mm-hmm. kathy there's tours of his penthouse it's really nice <laughs> there's tours of his penthouse on youtube Oh, okay. Oh. I thought you meant they actually oh. have tour- guided tours throughout the Jeffy, day. would you help grow my beer? <laughs> Hang on, uh, Brian uh, has a comment here. Hey, Brian, morning. Hey, how you doing? Good, what's up, man? I think it's all a publicity stunt. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you, you, you think that what you've been seeing indicates you think it's just a uh, get, go for a press grab and then move on? Absolutely. All my news feed yesterday was about her at the Kansas City game. Yeah, and it was and it was building up to it too, right? First, it was like a little bit of rumors, and then they had actually talked about it on their podcast. Jason was overly vocal about it, which I don't think he would have been if it was uh, substantive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, because again, I think Jason is a stand-up dude and, and loves I, his brother and loves his brother. Right, and wouldn't want to do anything to compromise a, a, a budding relationship. So I, I think if there was you know a little bit of tongue-in-cheek going on there, I wonder though. So so he clearly had interest in her. Yeah, but how, 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 how no would interest. you how would you facilitate a relationship potential if you think this could be the woman for me? Um, how would you get that going? You know, slide it, into their DMs, slide into their DMs. You know, yeah, wait, are you, are you talking if if you're famous? So if you're one of them, he's like, I really would think she's the one, and I and I want to explore this. It's such a high profile thing. Yeah, sometimes you approach sometimes managers will reach out, and when you know sure, in the acting yeah. world, they they will just say, hey. So and so would like to arrange a uh, uh, a cocktail with yeah. you, or, or, or a cup of coffee, and it's the way they it's the way they go about things. It's yeah. the only way to legitimize. Steve, you know? how's that I represent uh, Preston Elliott from the oh my Preston God. Morning Show. He wants to do an Eiffel Tower with you and uh, Nick McElwain. Would you be up to high five? Uh, <laughs> See what's that um, saying? Because I'm not, I can't think of it clearly. Like you're talking something in a reality, like uh, oh, uh, a creative visualization. Yes. Yeah. So I think with Travis, like he kind of creatively visualized this and yeah. um, been posting about her. And like Casey was saying, they talk about it on the podcast, they talk about it on the movie and whatever. And now, at the very least, they're hanging out after the game last night. Yeah. Oh yeah. Remember who's in this video? Yeah, Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Love Bunny. Right? Actually, no. He's in. Um, he's in uh, the other song. From I can't make you love me. No, no, that's no, 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 no. It's an up tempo one. It's uh, ain't no Queen of Sheba. Um, Queen of Sheba. 
Uh, no. I'm sorry? There's a movie called Something to Talk About that Dennis Quaid's in. Oh, okay. Well, right? there you go. Yeah. With, uh, Julie he said, are you ready for the thing called love? Yeah. Don't come from me and you. It comes from up above. Yeah. There was That's a series of uh, the movies video. that had that were named after songs uh, in the mid to late 90s, including Something to Talk About, starring Dennis Quaid and Julia Roberts. Dennis Quaid. There you okay. go. Okay. <laughs> Let me um, get to the bottom of it. Yeah, <laughs> glad we did. Uh, can we figure... It's just said the Brooklyn Sea Shotty broke a story about a movie that came... Involves Bonnie Ray, Dennis Quaid, and Julia Roberts. We go now to Kathy Romano who's going to tell you why she believes Travis Kelsey is good-looking. <laughs> And he's not messy. Mm-mm. And he's not messy. He's not messy. Hey, well, uh, we, at least Jason is messy. But. Speaking of Kathy, real quick, because uh, we're doing uh, fall activities tomorrow, right? Um, is there any talk of uh, Reba McIntyre in your fall activities at all? No, why? Okay, good. All right, because we're talking about Bonnie Raitt a little bit. Well, it's now- the time of season for Reba McIntyre. <laughs> well, it is the time of season yeah. for Reba there's- McIntyre to be cut into corn mazes for some reason. And there's a corn maze in Bucks County what? that has Reba Mac, and it's like all over the country for some at reason. that point when they seriously considered having him committed. No, no, don't. All right, the the name or her actual face? Her face is being cut what into corn mazes, and there's a corn maze in Bucks County. Is she has, not? Is she not joining a show? Isn't that part of a? Um, I have no idea why. Okay, so maybe that's part of a promotional thing, uh, or maybe aliens are huge Reba McIntyre fans. <laughs> Right? <laughs> They're doing crop circles of Reba McIntyre's face. We, we love her. We honestly do. We, <laughs> We're Reebies. Reebies? Yeah. Oh, Reba fans. Okay, We Reebies. need to ask Andy about this. Maybe she knows. Uh, we're looking at a, um, a, a an aerial photograph of a corn maze. It has uh, Reba McIntyre. <laughs> and it's face. all over the country. It's not just one. I mean, there are dozens and Where dozens. Where is the one in Bucks County? Um, Reebie Rope. Yardley, maybe? Uh, uh, Nick, is this the article? No. Yeah. Rook? No, no, this is another one. This is in Ohio. Okay. This yeah. is the maze at Little Darby Qu- uh, Creek. And that... Uh, Queek. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. It's and uh, every now and then... Hold on. <laughs> Magnata's got uh, her hand up here. Yeah. Talk about trying to get uh, publicity. Reba McIntyre partners with farms across the country <laughs> for... <laughs> Uh, themed corn mazes ahead of her book release. There it is. It's a promotional. It's a promotional. It's not happenstance. With 40 farms uh, to promote her lifestyle book, Not That Fancy, Simple Lessons on Living, Loving, Eating, and Dusting Off Your Boots. Okay. So York County and Bucks County. I'm trying to figure out where. I wonder if she paid, I guess she paid the farms to do that. So I guarantee you, or or some, maybe she, through cooperation with maybe like a feed company or whatever. uh, But it's kind of brilliant, but especially for the audience she's trying to hit. Yeah. You know, the corn pickers. Interesting. <laughs> or squirrels. Oh, my God. They all look really cool. There's um, themaze.com. It is Shady Brook, by the way, Kathy. Okay. Has all Shady Brook. all different. Oh. Okay. What about that farm behind the Plymouth Meeting Mall, Kathy? Uh, Maple Acres. They don't have a corn maze. Oh, they don't? Uh, no. Lessons. And then one of my thing. Oh, what's the other one? Mary Mead. Mary Mead. Yes. Uh, oh, by the way, there um, they have like a great pumpkin lighting every year, and it got canceled this weekend because oh, of the rain. the rain. So they're going to have it on Thursday. Okay. Uh, we have. Uh, what day are we doing fall activities? Tomorrow. tomorrow? We're doing it tomorrow. Yes. Oh my god! I didn't even realize that is a tell everyone, tell grandma, tell Uncle Pete. Yes. Get them uh, by the radio. And Kyle has uh, created a new song. Nice. And I heard it, and it's outstanding. 
good. It's good. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to love it. Um, can we go back to the Jason Kelsey yes. or, or yeah. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing here real quick? Our buddy Craig Lagans is on the line, has a theory about this. Hey, Craig, morning, bud. Good morning, guys. Yeah. I promised myself I would never get involved with celebrity white folks business. but <laughs> You've done it. This, this is a work. It's in a, This whole thing is a work. There is no way that, A, they could date, and B, that they are dating. Because... He's a football player. Right. It, the, the season just started. Let's say she wasn't anything. He's got practice. He's got game film to watch. He's got film class. And he's on the road every week. She's on tour. Yeah. Travis isn't going on tour. So. Logistically. Logistically. It, yeah. It, it doesn't work. That's it's doomed. So, but Craig, when you have that kind of resource where you could literally, you know, hop on a jet and you are, you know, you can, uh, Go anywhere on a moment's notice, and uh, and uh, bang away, uh, or do what you're going to do. They could they could steal those moments, but I think uh, I also think there is something like in any of these high profile relationships that is a big ego stroke for both parties. Not that either of them needs it, but it's just a way to like when you're fabulously wealthy. What do you do to excite yourself? So this might be. This is kind of a cool thing. What if Travis Kelsey ends up, uh, you know, dating Taylor Swift? That's a big notch in his belt. For her, I don't know. Is it? Yeah, she's got nothing going on right now. She like uh, her tour doesn't go again until Friday, October eighteenth in oh. Miami. Now I want to make sure that uh, there aren't international dates going on. So right they have a, that, a furious f fest for the next couple of weeks. They can get it in. But that's what like what Craig is saying is the exact reason I think they are is because they don't have time to play these games. Right. So if she's traveling to come watch him play, it's not for some publicity stunt. Right. Oh, mm. I disagree. There's always time for publicity stunts, Marissa. This is her finding a way to stay in the headlines until her show starts again. There you go. That's another way of looking at it. Has she ever had the trouble with that? Yeah, she doesn't need because she also they remember me. But keep the momentum going. I got you. All right, Craig, thanks, man. They're the Michael Jackson and Brooke Shields of entertainment. There you go. (laughs) Thank you. Although I will say, um, I can't remember what it was, but there was something that we were all like, nope, it's real, it's real, it's real, it's real. And Marissa was like, no, it's a stunt. And I forget what it was, but it ended up being not real. Do you remember what that was? Yeah, I don't remember exactly what that was, but I do remember Marissa being right in something like that. Was it Ben Affleck dating, um, who's the young chick from Knives Out? Oh, Ana Ana de Armas. Yes, and then all of a sudden he's like walking out with like a paper cutout of her like putting it in the trash can. And oh, like, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. But they, yeah. they, were, they were together for a little bit. I thought you were talking about John Madden and, and Mary Kate Nashley. Oh, yeah. They were a thruple. Both a thruple. Yeah. At once. Wow, Ooh. boom. Boom. Yeah. Boom, boom. <laughs> um... Boom! Boom! <laughs> uh, well, it made all the headlines again, and uh, you know, with with her being there, it was all the big, the big talk of the game. How'd you get such good seats? Look at this top text, Preston. Uh, let's see. You say it, here. I don't want to. Taylor Swift is kind of like a low key hoe. <laughs> <laughs> low key. I, actually, she was a low key hoe. She dated 
Um, Tom Hiddleston? Tom Hiddleston. No. Taylor Swift was involved with... So she is a Loki ho. She's a Loki ho. Because she dated Tom Hiddleston. In fact, there's a picture of Tom Hiddleston at her... I think it's... Is it Rhode Island? Her estate in Rhode Island? Yeah. And and they were playing in the surf, and she was wearing Team Taylor on a a T-shirt. I will say, if she ever roots for the Chiefs over the Eagles, then we are done. She did yesterday. Like, even... No, the the Chiefs were playing the Eagles. Um, Like, so she... uh, Like, in the documentary, Jason Kelsey's wife even said, if Jason went and played for another team... I would not root for that team. Wow. I would root for Jason. I would wear a Jason shirt, but I would never wear another shirt of another team. That's commitment. Mm-hmm. Do we think a Taylor is made of the same stuff? She better be. All right. Bitch better be. Only time will tell. <laughs> she doesn't care. <laughs> they are all... No, she wore an Eagle shirt with it once, Brett. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that time. That's Remember it. That? Solidified. Yeah. It's like when you enter Scientology and sign a billion-year contract. Yeah. Isn't You're her dad a big Eagles fan, though? Like, she grew up an Eagles yeah. fan, and it's like she was singing about the Eagles at the link when she performed there this year. So I think that, in theory, she actually is, but now she's a traitor. <laughs> well, we don't know. We don't know. It's all we about the power that. of the penis. But she's on her way to being a traitor. Mm. We don't know that. Well, well she could she could maybe possibly be on her way to being a traitor. The eyes of the world are upon her. We don't know that. <laughs> yes, we do. Do we know anything? Yes. No. No, I don't think so. I know it's time to take a break. Okay. Oh. Uh, thank you. That's All a right. segue if ever I heard one. Thank you, Casey. We're going to break. We're going to come back in a moment. Uh, when we return um, in a an, an official interview capacity. Yeah. Bill Weston's going to be in our studio. And you know what? He wouldn't give us an exclusive. No, yeah. no. He's making his way around. Is that what the, B-101 right Doing now? the rounds. Oh, my God. Uh, I need you to stop talking. All right. <laughs> we'll be back with him in just a moment. Stay there. What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com. Your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com. Where FOMO goes to die. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames et messieurs, damen und herren, from what was once an inarticulate mass of lifeless tissues, may I now present a cultured, sophisticated man about town. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Weston is here. How you doing, Bill? 
know. I love that intro. <laughs> and uh, I think I've said uh, once before that there was this famous PD in New York was always referred to as pig vomit. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So whoever came up with Man About Town. <laughs> that was me. That was Bill. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate Our that. I mean, it was Steve that yeah. came up with that. Yeah. So much nicer than pig vomit. <laughs> yeah. You guys are the best. <laughs> well, listen, we've, uh, we teased the fact that, uh, that you were going to be here this morning. We talked about it uh, last week as well. And, uh, you know, and, and this not in just, hey, Bill happens to be in the studio. Bill, what's your opinion on this? Or come on over. No, this is a this is a scheduled interview <laughs> that Bill woke up early for, by the way. He did? Yes. You were at your kitchen table, you said? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's 820. You're, you're <laughs> teasing the next break. And then you say, I'm coming up at 9. Bill West, I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> now you are Pierre. Said, you are Pierre. Oh, now. I start scrambling. <laughs> Connie's making my lunch. I'm running out the door. I said, I don't want to be late for this. But I did. Uh, I took Friday off, so I'm a little off schedule. Right. <laughs> and, you know, with the recent news, I've been coming in maybe a few minutes after it's nine. What, <laughs> all right. That's what we call barn, barn door. So, <laughs> do you want me to say it or do you want you to say it? Um, Go ahead. I'm retiring. Bill yeah. is retiring. Oh, oh my Which is goodness, man. Bittersweet news. We knew it was in the works. We didn't know, honestly, at least I didn't, that it would be as accelerated as it was. I thought about another year. Oh, I Not feel like so much. I just had a moment saying it yeah. out loud, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> you know? Right? Yes. Like, I am. We you said it into, that. A, into a microphone. I mean, the news Clean. has been out for a little bit. People have known, but it, we've not talked about it, mm-hmm. and nobody on the station has talked about it. So now it's, like, officially official, and it's public knowledge. In fact, to that point where we keep saying, when is the official announcement going to why, why are they not announcing Why is there no email? Well, there was a press release that went out like a week ago, Thursday, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's, yeah, we're, the email that just has Bill yeah, Weston on the, the, the subject yeah. line, you go, uh-oh. Direct all <laughs> inquiries, too. <laughs> no, we, we know it's a lot more uh, convivial than that. Yeah. There were some other things intertwined with the uh, my right. retirement. There was the mm, succession plan for yeah. WMMR's program director. Yes. And for WMGK, which was impacted, and also uh, PEN, down, or um, the Fanatic. Down yeah. Down. Yeah. yeah. So there's been some shifting this, around. This also comes on the heels of another uh, big retirement with John DeBella, who retired not that long ago. And uh, I know that I think both of you wanted to retire <laughs> a little well, while back. You both saw the movie The Bucket List and wanted to replicate that. <laughs> and so you're going to go off together. But yeah, uh, was, John actually delayed his yeah. fairly substantially, right? When he was originally announcing his, I think he stayed on another... He extended another six months yeah. for us, you know, to help in the uh, the planning for, for WMGK, which is the other radio station right. program. But um, Yes, but if you don't know, Bill has been program director for both MMR and MGK for a, for a long number time. of years. Yeah. Yeah. So at the uh, December 31st, which is going to be my last day, we won't be here because you'll be on your, your seven-week Christmas <laughs> vacation. <laughs> um, you wait and see what happens when you're gone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will you paint my window again? Uh-huh. That, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'll get into that, but that was probably my all time favorite <laughs> prank we pulled prank on him yeah. on, on Bill. Anything yep. to do with Bill, that was my favorite. That was the best. So on uh, twelve thirty one, it w- I'll be like three months shy of twenty years wow. in the PD chair at mm. MGK. No, no. Did you have to wrestle with that? To uh, yeah. I mean, because it's three just, more months. No, no. no there was, in fact, I was ready to do it at nineteen or yeah. you know, like whatever. It's close to twenty years at MMR, which is probably more than double the number two guy who sat in the chair and right. 
station for that amount of time. Wow. And, is this uh, the longest you've had a job at any oh particular station? Far. Yeah, oh, my so. God. Previous was probably maybe eight years. Wow. How long was Q104? Because that's, <laughs> that's the first time I met Bill was at Q104 in New York, uh, which was a, a very constrained um, <sighs> classic rock hit. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and we were up against NEW, which was like the MMR of yeah. New York, right? Oh, my God. I was there 13 months. That was the first time I ever got fired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. It's okay. That's Sorry. scary. Yeah. I mean, yeah. kids and stuff like that. I had a two-year no-cut deal, so I okay. had like uh, 11 months to figure out what I was going to do okay. next. My goodness. Was All right. So, uh, but speaking of children, you're um, you're not from here, right? But uh, your, your kids spent a lot of time here, ended up doing their high school and stuff here. But like, they don't live here anymore. So, are you going to stay here? I think so. I hope you so. should. I really? So. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I like, didn't expect that at all. Well, that's great. We've looked at some, like, uh, we went to Nashville and we've gone to. That's uh, not here. No. Oh. No, some, um, just other places like ideas. Well, you know, the weather's nice yeah. and there's cultural something or others, whatever. But <laughs> I kind of like living 30 minutes from the airport yeah. and five minutes from Lankanaw. And uh, you can walk to restaurants and all that stuff. I've been a member of my you church. You're, you're in a great years. area. Yeah. yeah you're, so there's a lot of convenience. You're yeah. a lector, are you not? You like you do like the first and second readings and stuff at I do. Yeah. Yes. You? Mm-hmm. yes. I didn't know that. I, uh, not only that, but like he, And then the Lord God said <laughs> He takes it very serious. Like <laughs> I do. Yeah. I enjoy I enjoy going to mass. It's uh it's fulfilling for me and that's good for me. Good. It's good to have a, something spiritually that uh helps you. So that's cool. I, I got I got an email bill from a listener this morning who thought that this might be why we were having you on and and her question was are we still allowed to do talk like bill west and day in <laughs> yeah. have to. hadn't even considered that that may you know enter into the law of diminishing returns you know like maybe one year after i could come back as like a special guest yeah. we could definitely do that if you yeah. do that blindsided contest you did that one year where i called in <laughs> yep. with a fake voice and fooled yeah. you guys yeah, yeah. yeah. To, be, to be honest you could literally be you could now join the ranks of a, of a gary lauer and be a, a sort of a a a, a, a uh, oh. An unofficial show member. Maybe yeah. move in with Gary. Yeah. Whoa. Bosom you buddies. Know, that is, addresses uh, women to live in an all-girls uh, facility. That is a career <laughs> highlight, being right up there with <laughs> Gary, Gary Lauer. Lauer. You know? mm. Or that's like the, the time that you hired Gary to be my personal assistant. assistant you know? That was really good, too. Oh. I forgot about that. That was yeah. really good. I loved that one. Yeah. 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 Sitting outside his office. Yep. <laughs> with a phone that was not plugged in. Yep. And he had to answer the phone like every three minutes I pretending. Be- that. Oh my God. That picture of him is one of my all time favorites. Oh. Did he stay all day for that film? We, we stayed for about five hours. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. Oh, we gave him a keyboard with no computer. <laughs> he dressed nice, though. He Look did. at him in his sweater. He did. Oh. He had his looks. So. When he would pretend like it was tight, he was like, he's just burning his fingers all over the keyboard. So one of, the, one of the questions has to be, and I think I asked it to you, and you're still kind of, um, uh, I don't know if you're ruminating on it. Obviously, uh, um, you have this expertise. You're a, a multi-award uh, winning program director for uh, the stations. And, and you're uh, looked at with great reverence in the industry. Would, would Could you then uh, perhaps carry that forward into con- consulting work? Mm, I don't know. Isn't that where you make most of your money? Well, <laughs> it is kind of nice. Like when you hear about a consultant, it's like, okay, so you made big money and yeah, then yeah. you like retire. And then people say, we'll give you another nice chunk of money if you just yeah. work like two or three days a week. Or yeah. you just phone it in or go on a Zoom with our... 
I don't know. I'm kind of like I'm ready to just uh, cut it completely. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm just what, what about this? What about the the uh, the DJ, the jock side of you? I mean, you could easily just Wild do Bill? this fun little music program. If no, you that's to. interesting. You said because yeah. I I wouldn't mind doing like a, a Sunday morning show yeah. with a little bit of formatic flexibility. Do you want to be could... my co-host on Ben <laughs> FM for her story? Wait a second. Did you hear <laughs> what he just said? Mm. The same stuff that he wa- he comes down here and wants to wring Pierre's neck. He that's says, he "I want formatic do. flexibility." <laughs> I did say Sunday morning. Yeah. I'm not doing like middays on the workday. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, being on the air occasionally, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah I, it's I, fun. I got some chops. That's where I started. When you uh, made this announcement, my initial reaction uh, was sadness, and then it was because uh, you know losing you is, is going to be different. But it, I was excited to see what's going to happen next, which is, um, and we could talk about it in a little bit. But then I was excited for you. I'm, I'm happy that you can go out on your own terms. Uh, you can do it in a way that's um, fitting for you and your family. Uh, and I also thought about, uh, believe it or not, uh, Jay Wright because Jay decided to retire to stop coaching um, and on his own terms and in a way and he could come back he could do whatever he wanted yeah. at some point and so can you so like it's you know people sometimes look at retirement as a death it's not that you're, it's just another chapter in your life and you're going to figure out what you're going to do afterwards and you're probably going to take a decent amount of time for yourself you can go on a motorcycle rides wherever you want he's going to learn to fly Nate <laughs> well yeah, right yeah. He wants, you want to is that correct license. you want to get your pilot's license that's uh, first on my bucket list how about that so is to uh, learn how to fly I've been wanting to do that since I was like eight years old. Thank you well, for flying Western Airlines. <laughs> we knew you had a number of different choices. This is, uh, you, had, you went with us. Got a text message from your replacement, uh, and he said, uh, based on you coming on the air uh, as a part-timer, he says, just what I need. Another high-maintenance part-timer. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, let's let's uh, let's clear the air now yeah. that uh, the program director taking over after Bill is gone will be our own Chuck D'Amico. I couldn't yes. be happier. That's Assistant awesome. program director mm-hmm. of WMMR, and also he's programmed Ben FM and programs the Fanatic, and so we, um, it's, and MGK. He's had, had his finger hands in all of that stuff. Oh God, yeah, it's yeah. it's as perfect as as could be. It's it's well deserved. You and Chuck have worked so well together for years. Uh, in tone and temperament, there's there's very um, and and capability, and you you're very you know um, uh, laudatory when it comes to 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 Chuck's capabilities, and we agree. So there there will you know it's it's a new chapter in the most capable hands possible. But I mean, it's what you cultivated all these years. And obviously, for all the fun that we've had with you, we all say you're 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 an extraordinarily talented boss and a, and a great boss. You've been great for us. And to, to Nick's point about being sad, we are we're we're happy for you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it has been. And wonderful. Three years into the job in 2007, I told John Fulham, I said, look, the hit by a bus plan is Chuck D'Amico. Yeah, I, I knew then that Chuck's ability to problem solve, to understand humans as talent or as workers or as yeah. staff, whatever, that he was the guy. And uh, so, you know, 17 years after that, he's <laughs> well, ready. And no bus had to be involved. No and bus. not only that, a lifelong fan of WMMR. I mean, yeah. that picture of him when he was in like eighth grade in that MMR shirt is just, that's proof positive that he's the guy. Priceless. Yeah. Yes. He is the guy. Well, yep. and, and since he is here and sort of just moving offices yeah. or actually we don't know where his office is going to be yet, <laughs> right. but um, will there be because normally if somebody were to take over, you would Im- imagine there's some sort of like exit plan where there's a crossover and you start uh, but does Chuck already know all of that or are you guys going to do some sort of crossover? 
as far as promotional activity, uh, talent management, morning show, uh, working with the sales department, He's, music, yeah. you know, um, Chuck knows it all. Yeah. yeah. In fact, he does all the work here. I really don't do a lot. <laughs> he does most of the work here. And uh, so he's really he well suited yeah. to just ease in and and um, continue the, the run of success that the station has had. And I did mention a week ago that um, I am fully aware and very much... Um, um, thankful for how our careers intertwined, Uh-oh. right? You know, when you guys came on board in 2005 and how things just <laughs> began to um, blow up. Oh, those are like amazing years. Oh, my God. I just think about, you know... All, what MMR was when I got here, which was kind of mired in 13th place. Yeah. Right? And I mean, YSP was on the air and Howard was like uh, right. kind of riding off the sunset. He announced his plans to depart. Yeah. But you did beat him in his last book. We did. <laughs> I'll always tell people that. Yeah. yeah. Howard got beat in Philadelphia by the President Steve Show and WMMR. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. I'm not going to remember. I'll never forget that. But uh, it's just been a um, wonderful confluence of how this show, the Preston and Steve show, came to WMMR and how this show plus the MMR brand and Pierre and you know, the staff, it was it was a marriage made in heaven. It just yeah. blew up. And it's one of those things where we, we were talking about it at the um, um, at the barbecue. People, th- this, it is uh, interwoven with people's, We there's such a pronounced sense of family that is real. Like those, that family <laughs> sense is real. Um, because it is, it is the truth. The events that you see people at, the people who, you know, were listening as kids or are now adults who have their own kids and, and all of that, uh, that's what, uh, it's not just what you listen to it's it's where we get together it's it's all of that stuff and that was never lost on you bill you were the the big proponent of that visceral tactile handshake what does it mean to the listener how can we make this matter for the listener mm-hmm. and that's where we took our cues from you know yes i <laughs> i saw Preston with a hand and i saw yeah. nicholas oh, hand, so i'm waiting <laughs> <laughs> you know I, yeah. i'm gonna get this down here in a couple more months <laughs> you'll figure out our rhythm uh, i swear i'm gonna get that i thought um, you were gonna respond to what steve was saying yeah. first but i i, I want to echo what steve was saying because um I, I think about the camp out for hunger and what it's become over the last yeah. 20 years and I, when i started with Preston and steve it was in the sort of the last days of y100 and the camp out was growing at that point but what it's become now is in no small part due to your contributions chucks and Rodney's and everybody in the behind the scenes, but it's become this massive thing, and it, I don't think it would have ever become that if not for WMMR. I think WMMR embraced the Preston and Steve show in a traditional sense. And, you know, Jim McGuinn is a great program director, but it was an alternative station with the Preston and Steve show doing the morning show, right? I think when uh, my plan was when you guys came on board, it's like, we're going to do this in the traditional way. It's like, promote the hell out of your morning show. (laughs) Get that cum into the show. Hand it off to Pierre. Hand it off to the afternoons. And, you know. And you know what? It worked. Yeah, yeah it, was, it yeah. was pretty good, and so. it's it, it's good. So see, there you go. You have this consulting ability, but you're you're going to cut ties. Maybe you'll revisit later on after your airline is up and running. <laughs> Back to the family thing. You okay. hear the family thing in every you know, yeah, yeah. like the uh, the massage therapy uh, office. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're yeah. a family here, whatever. But I do believe there's um, that's one of the reasons why MMR has been so successful because you guys, as successful as you have been, that you will. I saw pictures from MMRBQ and there's a couple of Casey like yeah. just posing with people or taking pictures or whatever just with strangers but yeah. they're fans of the show or whatever and it's like we're not um, we understand that that's 
that's real. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's our business. Yeah. That's the real. Uh, that's the real. Those people are real. Uh, well, yeah, I say to people all the time, like, I, I don't have a job without you. Right. right? You know, yeah. so like, yeah, like, when people, you know, and, or if somebody like texts me or, or, or emails me and says, oh, was that you at Wawa today? Or was that you at <laughs> Like, yes, please say hi. Yes. Because yeah. honest to God, like, I'm not able to, like, provide for my family <laughs> if you're not listening to the show. You hate, you hate to hear that. Come over and say hi. We'd love to. Yes. Yeah. Interact. I, I would like to thank you, Bill, for <clears throat> allowing us to have as much fun as we have had uh, with you over the years. Uh, I feel somewhat responsible because I think it was the first one that I pointed out that when you would walk into meetings, you would uh, you would lower your voice and you would project really loud. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> and that's where that whole thing started. And you would mm. slam stuff down. You would come in with your, with your, with your books and stuff. And you would go... Oh, all right, everyone. Time to get the meeting started. And you just did it every time. And then I started to notice that you would use your hands a lot while you were speaking. And I pointed this out. And it has become part of what we bust your balls about. But you've always been very, very cool about it. We're all having fun with each other because you bust ours as well. And uh, it's kind of a a, a fun little jiving that we have. Those are things that go into the the Bill Weston lore with uh, with all the Bill Weston axioms. Absolutely. And the the catchphrases. Mm. I'm picking up my... VIP pass at Evan Barbecue, and the guy in the ticket booth goes, oh, Bill, listen to it. And I'm like, really? So I suppose that, that, will, that will live on. Yeah, I mean, part of it is, am I really going to get so high and mighty? Like, how dare you question your the authority of your, your program? Come on. It's like, I'm here to support this morning show. As much mm-hmm. as... Um, Offering myself up for a little bit of ridicule. You always or, got that. Yeah. Well, well, you know, you, you brought up at the beginning of the the interview the the whole pig vomit thing, and that was that was a that was a radio host just savaging their actual boss. I mean, like be meanly yeah. savaging, and probably deservedly. Oh, so, he deserved it, yeah, as well. But I mean, it's still we've never had that. I mean, any any beef that we've had, it's just been. Uh, it's been work stuff, and we work it out, and there's never really been a, a, a hard issue at all. Well, because of the, the 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 pig vomit Howard dynamic, which was legitimately earned, he was he was a crazy program director. There, then everyone tried to copy that and created these false battles with their their, and we always hated that that pretend you know, hey, our, our the ball they don't they don't get us, and so uh, but you you rolled with uh, you know so much of what we did. It's talking about Kathy's favorite moment, which was the the uh, the, the painting of the of you. Being born on the glass of your office, unbeknownst to you, and unbeknownst to us, we had it done just the day before Bring Your Kid to Work Day. Which yeah. is what made, I mean, it was the painting yeah. was amazing, so, but the fact that it was that your son was there I'll, and walked in to experience it, that's what made the whole thing. I'll describe that whole thing. It was Bill's birthday. We had Greg Monahan from our art department go in and and on Bill's window. He had he has a wonderful view of our parking lot and this huge window and he had painted a pair of spread open legs and uh, the birth canal right there open and Bill's face, an actual photo of Bill's face coming out of that with with a also with a with a giant sperm cell with Bill's face as the head of the sperm cell floating towards it. And so this was painted on the window 
And Bill opens the door. We have video of it. Uh, of Bill opening. We had we had set up a camera inside his office. First of all, we had to break into his office. Yeah. Well, no, we I, to, I think Chuck D'Amico helped us. Yeah, keep he that let us door, get in. That door open so I, that we could do. And this. and so we so we set up a a camera. And Bill comes in and sees it. And his son was with him, <laughs> who was probably fifteen years old, something I think like that. He might at have the been time. a sophomore. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> he lost it. It was just priceless. His son. Your son's reaction was in hysterics. <laughs> And that was so worth it. it. Later that afternoon, John Fulham, our general manager, is sitting in the chair opposite my desk. And John's head is kind of aligned with the, the vagina. The opening. Yeah. Yes. The opening. Uh, right. Yeah. And I just start cracking him. He looked around. I said, who's going to clean this off? Right? Because the joke's gone far enough. It was, it was one of those yeah. moments. Mm-hmm. One of those moments. So if that was uh, number one in your uh, moments over the years, Bill, what would be, uh, be number two? Like a, a highlight for you personally uh, at MMR. Wow. With our show or, you know, otherwise. Jeez, Louise. The the horse in the elevator, the pony <laughs> rides, right? Bill you know, was that legitimately was, pissed. That was that early one. on. Three, three months in. Yep. Yeah, we, we brought a uh, an actual horse in the elevator up to <laughs> the fourth floor and brought it in here. And didn't you like <laughs> your bouncy yep. house in the yeah. green room? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was like, it was like a celebrate. little kid's birthday. They threw a little kid's birthday party for me. So there was horse rides. There was a bounce house. <laughs> and that was, we had gotten here in May, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And my birthday is the end of August. So yeah. <laughs> we're just a few months in. And there have been many moments where I've been um, uh, concerned for the safety of the show, right? Right. Uh, yeah. The Vag Project, the one time that the balloon, the sex doll was going like, to be, it looked like it was going to come down on 95, like right around Penn's Landing. Yeah, or the airport. It's yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was heading towards, you know, FAA airspace. He's getting, he's getting mad thinking about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, dropping the bowling balls on the lady's new convertible for a <laughs> pair of tickets. I'm like, That's World Series well, yeah, I know, but when yeah. she comes to the next day and realize what an idiot she was, she's going to sue the radio station. Like the lady in the, ga- in the, uh, the shopping cart when you guys were doing oh, when yeah. you did the uh, sled dog races or something that yeah. was a mistake I was thinking you, about that the other what day. Was the, um, you dumped the marbles down the art museum 10,000 marbles right? I did that that was it. Oh, I was out there for Nick, that one. Yeah. Uh, you you were sitting in a police car, were you not? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the police officer asked me to get in the back of the car as we kind of figure what was going on. <laughs> we oh, said, seriously? We yes. were so afraid of getting sued by somebody later that yeah. day tripping on a marble or saying they tripped on a marble and <laughs> suing us. I said, we are going to pick up every, every marble and we're going to count them and we make sure we put 10,000 marbles back into those trash cans, right? <laughs> so, because <laughs> that was the only way. The Phillies had, at that point, we, they lost, what was it, 10,000? <laughs> Games. Games. Yeah. Right. right, so we rolled, we rolled the marbles down the, the uh, art museum steps. But there's a picture of Bill sitting in the cop car in the back seat. That was, uh, oh, yeah. And then there's the small things, like throwing the heads of lettuce into the overturned lawnmower in our brand new studio. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Love that. The soup. Um, <laughs> the soup. You know, the haunted the hayride with the Tishman Spire corporate brass from New York City coming haunted in. Haunted whore ride. Haunted whore ride. Yeah. And the hay wagon coming through right in front as these you know Asian businessmen are coming in to inspect their multi-billion dollar property and like uh, what? we used to piss the company off here. So oh my used to, God. you used to have Philadelphia to broker insurance. I remember one time when we were doing the Vag project, and I just wanted to go test out the actual inflatable yeah. sex doll mm-hmm. to see if it would float. And so I in in the uh, elevator, I have the sex doll fully infla- inflated, and I've got balloons all over it. And I come walking through the lobby, and some guy looks at me, just goes. 
no, no. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. I'm like, well, yeah. easy, dude. I was going to the um, uh, to the, uh, the, uh, the, the the delivery area yeah. to go try it out. You're scaring my wife. And it turned out he was somebody, some high up with uh, Philadelphia Insurance. And they were just mm. not happy at all. So. How about uh, intern Joe going to the hospital with hot sauce up his butt? <laughs> yep. Or, yeah. or buried up to his neck in a, in a pile of horse manure out <laughs> in the parking yeah, I lot? I forgot about that one. <laughs> oh, I my. forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a good one. I could write a book. <laughs> you should write a book. Well, I'm not write a book. Yeah, yeah no. it'd be worth a lot. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's been a great ride. And like I said, to have uh, talented people, my philosophy in management is hire the right people for the job and right. oh. do their job. Right? There's, there are texts coming in with, with other people's favorite memories of Bill. Hey, was it Bill that tried to ruin the start of the Bon Jovi concert? Uh, that's right. <laughs> you, oh, tell that story. That, some of these so, so, stories are a bit exaggerated. Yeah. But that was an accident. Well, he did turn around and give me the sh- the, uh, the, you, the you evil stare. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, he stood next to me and he had this, his uh, battery pack, his, his uh, mic pack, and it had a loose wire and it got caught around the button of my blazer. Taking a station picture so everyone yeah. gets into formation. So he's he... walking around and there's, and there's some elastic to it so he's probably 15 feet away from oh me before God. he gets yanking back and turns around like, what the? It was like, oh my God, whatever. Of sure, course. it whatever. was me, John. Yeah. Thanks for letting us tag on to your concert for our 50th anniversary. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, uh, it's been a privilege mm. and I still got three months and a week left. Sure, so, so, by the way, so I recommend to people, uh, obviously, if you want to come and, and give your uh, thanks or whatever for uh, all the, the time that uh, Bill has uh, been uh, holding court over the uh, WMMR experience and President Steve and all that's happened, come down to the camp out for hunger. You'll be down there, right? Yeah, that'll be my yeah. last one. Right, right? yeah, right? I and know. Then, and then oh, Santa's wow. got to go. And then Santa's that. got yeah. to go. Yeah, but oh, yeah. I was over at the Subaru broadcast on Thursday, which was, I, I always say that the Keenan's broadcast is my least favorite show of yours of the year. The Subaru broadcast uh, is uh, my favorite, or yes. one of my favorites, because of just the atmosphere. Everybody yeah. is just in fabulous moods. They're appreciative, and we're giving them uh, just um, uh, our thanks for being such great partners in that project. But yeah. the the seventeen piece orchestra, yeah, that Marissa it's brought awesome, in. wasn't it? Yeah. Like, oh, and we're yeah. playing yeah, games. The, the no name pops. The Subaru feud thing. It was it was great. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. You want to awesome. give it a grade? Oh, I give that an A minus. Hey, 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 he couldn't even get a straight A. Uh, yeah, he was just going on about how great perfect. it was. Great it was. Great, great, great. A minus. A minus. Because it could have. By the way, have we better. ever gotten? We have. Yeah, we got an A plus four. We yeah. got, I think, three of them throughout the years. Uh, Marissa used to. We used to have a note. She had yeah. a note that was sitting out for the long, longest time, and, and Bill we had an A plus. Said that today's show was an A plus. I mean, that's pretty good. Three A pluses in twenty. Yeah, years. yeah. yeah twenty five years. If only Casey long. had secured a workable easel, uh-huh. we could have gotten. Oh, you're right. Oh, the that, that took valuable it's points. Only the problem. Yeah. Valuable oh. points off the score. You know, hired that a hole. Bill, somebody <laughs> wants to say something to you. I'm going to go to Dave on the phones here. Hi, oh. Dave. Good morning. Hey guys, how are you? It's Dave McKay. Ah. Oh. I just want to thank you so much, man, for everything you've done for this station, man. I've been a loyal listener since 1978, and between you and Joe Bonadonna, you've been two of the best program directors ever. You kept the station alive for me. You kept the music alive. You kept putting Billy first. And I love you so much, man. You and everything you've done for this station has helped me every day in my life, man. Oh, how about that? Oh, very, very nice, Dave. Thank you. I you love know. you so much, Bill, and have a great retirement. And please be there for Camp Out for Hunger, man. Absolutely, oh, yeah. That, 
That's what you guys do, man. You put Philly mm. first every day. Oh. And I love you so much, brother. Thank you. We love you too, Dave. So Thanks, bud. Right, we'll see you, man. So just take care. take care. Two weeks ago, there was a guy in here by the name of Jeff Pollock. Yeah. Jeff Pollock uh, was a huge uh, rock radio consultant in the 80s and in the 90s. He's now doing film music supervision. He co-produced Laurel Canyon and some other things. Great movie. He, he was the second program director for WMMR from 1978 to 1980. And he came in and he sat down with Pierre for an hour and they did an interview. Pierre's going to have pancake uh pretty it up a little bit and put it up on online but hearing the history of that radio station about what he did for this radio station and how um he was the guy who or- arranged that Southside johnny free concert on south street uh, you see that yeah that famous yeah. photo yeah, and you go, yeah, yeah. oh my god people are this, listening that yeah. radio station was able to pull this off and had a lot of great stories but he was one of you know seven or eight program directors that have sat in the chair and I've had the pleasure of sitting in it for almost 20 years. Are you the are you the longest of yeah. the program? Yeah. Almost yeah. by double. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Wow. Do, you oh, have any, right. um, yeah. do you have any top musical moments? Any of those come to mind? Because we've had some great concerts over the years and some full in-studio performances. And Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I, I Like when the revivalists were here, the revivalists were here just a, a month or so ago. Yeah. It, from that to um, hearing uh, Dorothy sing for the first time on our first visit where it was like, Oh my God! Right, girl can sing. Um, Rival Sons. Oh, there's, there's been so many, yeah. right? Yeah. And a lot of newish bands. Right. Yeah, I yeah. was thrilled when Dan Arbach came in here for a visit. It was like Chris Cornell one do one one time. Yeah. Yeah. Done a few. Yeah. So there's there's so many. It's really really hard, and that's one of the things I'm a little concerned about retirement. It's like. All right, where's the ticket hook? <laughs> I mean, you certainly have totally, well, carte blanche. I mean, it's it's like I said to to to, to John to Debella when you know I said, "You're listen, your 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 stock is good in this city." I mean, you're you know, there's there's not. Oh. Yeah, I told him, "I go, dude, you got years of free yeah, meals yeah. left. <laughs> Take advantage of them." Yeah, man. but the new music process, which is another thing I'm so proud of, the WMMR has not reverted or evolved to a classic rock station. Yeah, a lot of rock stations that play new and old music like they kind of evolve into just playing older stuff as right. the audience ages but we have kept new music new artists in the yeah. in the conversation and that's part of our lifeblood we get to do things with these more recent bands so yeah. we said some new blink 182 music last week so yeah we're constantly adding new music to the uh, to the playlist that's an important part of the mm-hmm. stew of the mm-hmm. soup yeah, right. third leg of the stool. What did you say? Yeah, the soup. The soup. <laughs> By the way, yeah. never mind. I'm not going to. No. No. Oh, yeah, I got, got a question for you. You actually like soup? I was not opposed <laughs> to soup, but I was. It was fairly new. The mm-hmm. studio was fairly new. I'm thinking, oh great, twenty people crammed in here eating soup. Some guy's going to get him mm. to go to the bathroom, and the heel of his shoe is going to catch the bowl of his soup that he put under his chair. It's going to go spilling over the carpet. It's going to be a mess. And I go, hey Casey, how about a tarp? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get a tarp anyway. That was that's my recollection yeah. of this. Oh, I, I built on that. Yeah. I, I, I had you as, as basically Sybil and or Carrie yeah. being browbeaten oh, by well, an abusive mother. A good story. Yeah. That's better They're all laughing you. Yeah. <laughs> no soup, mommy. What is your favorite soup? Do you like Yeah, soup? if you had to pick I a favorite soup. soup. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's your favorite? Oh, What's your favorite soup? You're at a restaurant. New England clam chowder. Yeah. Oh. 
some of the messiest to yeah. ever created. <laughs> so now he concerned. wants formatless stations, and he wants <laughs> as much soup as he can eat. It's a complete 180. Soup for everyone. Yeah. Mm. Uh. I did like what you said to me in the kitchen, though, uh, a couple of weeks ago um, when I found out that you were retiring, that you, you said you wanted enough time to do stuff. Like, you're at an age where you can now travel and do what you want. You know, you're not stuck at home, so you right. can take the time to enjoy it. So. Your jazzy scooter and your hurricane. It's a, it's a little uh, concerting that you're going to get up and I don't have to be to work at 9 o'clock or not this right. or whatever. But there's a certain uh, regimen I want to develop for, you know, going to the gym or going to Brandywine Airport or... Motorcycle? Uh, yeah. Oh, you you like taking the motorcycle tours? I love to ride. And, I was speaking uh, to somebody over the weekend who uh, retired a couple of years ago and, they, and, I, and I was asking him about that very thing about uh, staying, you know, keeping yourself busy, keeping yourself occupied. And he said, well, I have a series of things that I do. He said, now, I won't lie to you and say that there aren't times when... When I am bored. It is going to happen. You will have those times. But you you work your way through that and you have enough things to, to keep yourself occupied in your life. And that's the way it goes. I know? like the idea of reading a book during the day. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I read at night. I get four pages in. I'm out, right? <laughs> well, the day but, nurse but feeds you soup. <laughs> take it. Take it. <laughs> Time for your chowder, Mr. Weston. Is Is that the choo-choo coming from my mouth? Oh. (laughs) I might even play golf a little bit. Oh. Oh. I've played golf with you before. You should definitely. That that game takes all day, man. Yep. It will definitely fill your time. Well, we're glad you're staying in the area. You'll obviously, you are now, uh, you are now, as a a career highlight, have achieved Gary Lauer support player status on the President Steve Show. That's right. So that's very cool. (laughs) You guys are so kind. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've been working on a scrapbook the last couple of months. Have you? Yes. Ah. I've saved all of your press, all of the radio station's press for 20 years. And so I've put it into a couple of books that I'm going to give to you as a uh, parting gift. Oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool looking at some of the stuff. Some of the, oh my God, there's there's stuff that I forgot about. Some crazy ass stuff you've pulled off. Yeah, okay. um, so that's I'll, fun going I'll, back and seeing. Oh that my stuff. gosh, yeah. yeah, and and in the printed medium too, because they were like uh, Michael Klein used to do a, a radio column, or yes. a media column, yeah. or um, a lot of coverage. So when you see it in print, um, it's pretty cool. Okay. So we'll do that. All right. Nice. Awesome, awesome. And I'll Bye. come in here on my last day and we'll have soup and salad. <laughs> we'll have lawnmower salad. <laughs> and lawnmower salad. show uh, Kathy how to use her cough button. We'll do the full okay. deal. It will be great. <laughs> oh, we're looking at the escape room uh, video, I believe. Oh. Yeah, you and yeah, mm-hmm. Jackie and Pituation and Gary. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, we right, well, anyhow, we do need to take a break. But listen, we're we're going to be talking to you over the next few months anyhow. But uh, we just wanted to get the official word out here and have you in the bill. Bill Weston is indeed... Uh, retiring and uh, December 31st will be the last day and that is it and then uh, Chuck D'Amico our program director afterwards so. he will do an awesome job yes he will alright but we'll we'll talk more okay. as, as yes. the month's thank proceed, you this was fun thank you very much Bill West in sad news but uh, nonetheless we are happy for him we're gonna break we'll come back and we have the bizarre file like I said uh, and also your chance to win with Crumb Bum Cash hang out we'll be right back Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 13th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. With more and more area families struggling with food insecurity, Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to step up and make a difference with the Camp Out Business Challenge. The top business food donor gets a live on-site broadcast from the Preston and Steve Show. Second, a live broadcast from the legendary Pierre Robert. And third, a $20,000 
$1,000 WMMR advertising campaign. Plus, this year, all the challenge participants will be entered to win an in-studio visit with Preston and Steve for your employees, no matter the size of your donation. Large or small, every donation helps fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Visit WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. We got uh, a little less than a minute or so um, before we hit officially 10 a.m., so I'll hang in there for a second. Remind you that we have a word of the week prize. We reset on Monday, so we have a brand new one uh, for the week. This is great. Four-pack of great seats, which, by the way, are Center Orchestra, eight rows behind the pit seating area, and that is to see Jerry Seinfeld (laughs) at the Met. And uh, Jerry doesn't do a whole ton of shows. No. First off, it's him. And I, I don't care where you stand on the Jerry Seinfeld issue. You, he, He's one of the absolute greatest stand-ups of all Absolutely. time. B, uh, the Met is probably a perfect venue for Jerry Seinfeld. So, And the placing of your seats, exemplary. Yeah. So uh, we will give that away on Friday. But you're going to need today's letter to get started on that. And we'll get that at the end of the program. All right. We can now do this because it is officially 10 a.m. Let's hit it. Philadelphia. You're a real crumb bum. It's time for a crumb bum cash keyword. All right, the keyword is preset. Yeah, P-R-E-S-E-T. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do that. You can enter it at WMMR.com or via the MMR app or via a text to the special contest short code number we have set up, which is 45911. And one random entry wins $1,000 in this company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by Horizon Services. So don't forget that. Do that now. The word is preset. P-R-E-S-E-T. Good luck to you. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Sports and Social. Cheer on the birds. Just steps away from the stadium at Sports and Social in Live Casino and Hotel Philly. And you can watch the game on a 52-foot big screen with halftime contests, Bud Light, giveaways, memorabilia, and a bunch more. This story is out of uh, Louisiana. It's a spooky season, of course, once again, and a home is being accused of taking it too far with its Halloween display. We always hear these. Uh, Somebody went a little too far. And some of them I understand, but I kind of love the uh, attitude behind it. Uh, This year, Vic Moriana's display at his home hit a nerve as it depicts a large, bloody devil holding the head of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, The devil towers over the decapitated body surrounded by bloody nuns and priests. And there are also ghouls, skeletons, and tombstones scattered about the lawn. You knew that one was going to raise some eyebrows. Yeah. Moriana said that every year he plans his display months in advance and typically makes the props himself. While his displays are always extravagant this year, it's receiving a different type of attention, which are threats and pushback from the neighbors. He said, this is just decorations for fun. It's not a real Jesus. 
These are from foam props that I made. Uh, he told the outlets, uh, the outlet that his uh, longtime girlfriend and mother of his child was harassed over the display, which led them to splitting up. Uh, while Moriana has apologized to the community, he has refused to remove the props. He said, it's over the principle. I have my rights and I refuse to back down. I love to scare people. I worked in a haunted, in haunted houses. I hope to own my own haunted house one day, you know, and this is what scares people. Uh, neighbors want it removed because they feel it's disrespectful to the religion. Uh, other residents, however, are showing their support by taking pictures when they go by the lawn. It is super well done. Yep. Uh, a 65-year-old woman in good health went into an Adena Health System facility for a routine heart cath and died during or after the procedure. And such an outcome already means questions will be asked, but those in attendance ensured that there would be many more. According to a lawsuit, they, quote, propped up the corpse so visiting family would think she was still alive they, when they oh came God. on. Propped the body up what? and did they attach a little string to the bottom lip? So- <laughs> Sources within the hospital indicate Dr. Jared Betts, a cardiologist who had previously faced questions over his credentials, cut an artery during the procedure. Dr. Betts took care of me. Although Dr. Betts allegedly believed the situation was under control, the patient was later discovered to still be bleeding while in the ICU. Mm -hmm. A second cardiologist, Dr. Atik Raymond, uh, was called in to address the situation. The patient was taken back into surgery but died during the procedure under Dr. Raymond's care. While medical records report reportedly indicate a 1 o'clock time of death, 1 p.m. time of death. The death certificate states 3.05 p.m. Uh, the patient's family was ushered in at 3.05 p.m. with Dr. Riemann urging them to make an immediate decision to pull the patient from life support. Wow. Right? Wow, man. That's just disgusting. The inconsistency has led to questions about the exact circumstances surrounding the patient's death, what her body was propped up to look, uh, that her body was propped up to look alive for her family. I want you to know I don't blame Dr. Beck. With uh, questions surrounding why she was put on a ventilator to uh, stage a fake alive pose <laughs> when medical records show she had been declared dead two hours prior. I've so, never had better medical care in my life. <laughs> so we will see where this ends up going. I mean, how did you? That's messed up. This is man. horrible. That's messed up. <laughs> All right, an Ohio man is being charged for falsely reporting an incident after claiming he'd been attacked by a bear, allegedly in order to get help getting out of the woods in Kanawha County. Okay, he claimed a bear attack to help him get out of the woods? Wait, do you hear this story? So first responders were called in the early morning hours on Friday to assist a man in the woods. Dispatcher said the man claimed he was injured and stranded along a steep, uh, steep terrain. Dispatcher said while on the phone with him, the man said, please help me, and that he was being attacked by a bear. The man also allegedly claimed that he had been walking for days. His phone was dying and that the bears were circling him and he was going to die. You know how the bears circle you. The man was later identified as Christian Leonard. Uh, deputies said that they and several search and rescue groups responded, attempting to locate Leonard using emergency lights and sirens to both scare away any bears and point the man toward their location. Look, I met this guy. I told him there's a strip mall right over there. 
Authorities say they also attempted to get a West Virginia State Police or other agencies helicopter to assist in the search. The criminal complaint says while on the phone with dispatchers, he allegedly continued to say that bears were stalking him and he began screaming. Mm. He also allegedly claimed to have a head injury and was bleeding. Dispatchers say they advised him to apply pressure with his shirt if he was badly bleeding. I'm going to put one of the bears on the phone. Well, after a two-hour search, crews finally found Leonard, and once they were at his location, he allegedly denied medical treatment from fire and EMS crews, claiming that he just wanted a ride out of the woods. Uh. First responders say Leonard Leonard was not bleeding and did not have any visible injuries. Deputies said that he allegedly told him he was extremely intoxicated <laughs> and apologized for wasting their time, but he just needed to get out of the woods. He was just—he uh, was sick of the woods and figured the bear attack was the way to go. He was arrested and being charged with falsely reporting an emergency incident. I would find it hard as a first responder to believe that someone could stay on the phone during an active bear attack. Yeah, exactly. All right, and then we have time for one more. Yeah, let's end with this one. A man suspended, suspected of driving under the influence crashed his truck into a Santa Rosa business Wednesday before he entered the store and attempted to purchase alcohol. So he smashes into this store, gets out and goes in and tries to buy booze. Police said the driver identified as 34-year-old Jose Ortiz uh, didn't show slow down his Toyota truck after entering the parking lot. Uh, the truck then slammed into the southeast corner of the business. Come on, I was just attacked by a bear. Following yeah. the crash, Ortiz got out of the truck, walked into the store, and attempted to purchase alcohol. Responding authorities determined that he had operated his vehicle under the influence. His preliminary blood alcohol uh, level was 0.32. That's pretty damn lit. Imagine that level of disconnect. He was hospitalized, treated for significant injuries from the crash, and was arrested and charged with driving under the influence, amongst other charges. And that is the last story in the bizarre file for you. All right. You got a few minutes left. You got like, um, I don't know, you got like uh, seven minutes or so uh, before you can enter the word preset. That is the crumb bum cash keyword for this hour. Preset. P-R-E-S-E-T. And you can do it through WMMR.com. You can do it on the MMR app. Or you can do it for the through the text number that we have set up, which is 45911. So the word is preset. It's $1,000 from Horizon Services. Make sure you do that now. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Throughout all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. 
I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Counteract what we're seeing out about with all these clouds. And it's not raining at the moment where we are, but it's going to be off and on today. Today's high, about 64 degrees, and uh, some showers off and on tomorrow, 61. Some more rain expected off and on. Then uh, by the time we get to Wednesday and Thursday, it'll be clearing up a bit. And then uh, we'll see in Friday, maybe showers again. What the hell? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't love it, but, you know, it's all right. It's all right. We'll, uh, we'll add the soundtrack that hopefully will uh, sidetrack you from that stuff. Uh, but Still putting up my Halloween decorations, regardless. You're going to do it this week? I have to. I want to get it in before the uh, the 1st of October. Is that the goal? That's the goal. Okay. Get everything all set up and ready to go. Yeah. And have something out uh, for 31 days at least. Absolutely. Well, Fair yeah, enough. with all the stuff that you do, you have to have a, at least a month. Yeah, because I tinker. And, uh, you know, I have it I have it all set well, up. Well, you have to enjoy it. His is like Christmas lights. Like, it's a whole setup. Yeah. It'll be easier to shove stuff in the ground right now. It's nice and That's soft. That's what I'm thinking. Him, so yeah. maybe that, that'll uh, work. I'm using a new store, type of um, locking in system into the ground, too, which okay. I think will keep them more stable. Good luck with that, sir. It'll all be a disaster. <laughs> We're going to do today's lesson question. We are going to give away a four-pack of Hershey Park tickets. If you can answer the question correctly, which is, what country singer and actress do aliens love? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. What country singer and actress do aliens love? If you heard that earlier this morning, it was around 8.50 a.m., uh, then by all means, call now. Let's See if you can win. 215-263-WMMR. While you call, we do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. You want your stories? We got your stories. Steve, what's going on this morning? I got it. Britney Spears was apparently given a heads up about sister Jamie Lynn Spears joining Dancing with the Stars, and she fully approves. Jamie Lynn says Britney gave her version of a thumbs up by sending a video of her eating a bug. Oh, my God. Hulk Hogan married girlfriend Sky Daly during an intimate ceremony in Clearwater on Friday. Hulk says he is young at heart and Sky is an old soul, which still puts him about 15 years apart. Yeah, right? <laughs> and finally, George Clooney, as you mentioned earlier, Preston, put his iconic waterfront villa on Lake Cuomo up for sale with an asking price of $100 million. Clooney hopes to entice prospective buyers by including an Italian marble poop knife. <laughs> All right, we'll see if you've been paying attention. We need to know the answer. What country singer and actress do aliens love? We'll go to Mark and see if he knows. Hey, Mark, good morning. How's it going? Good, Mark. All right, so do me a favor. Tell me what country singer and actress aliens love. Reba McIntyre. Reba! Correct, Mark. Hang on. 
you just got yourself a four-pack of tickets for Hershey Park. And Hershey Park Halloween is now open Friday through Sunday. You can buy your tickets now at HersheyPark.com and visit this weekend. All right, let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, let's start with this. Nickelback has a new video out for High Time. Uh, the song is from their album, Get Rollin'. Uh, the world-renowned rock band led by Chad Kroger is currently touring across North America with 53 stops. And their tour currently holds the number seven spot on Polestar's Live 75 chart, which ranked the worldwide active tours by average tickets sold for shows performed over the last 30 days. So they're doing just fine. Uh, and let's see. In our area, you know what? I don't have the Nothing. dates. I don't have the dates handy, so I apologize for that. Um, they were just here. Uh, all right, they're going to be in uh, Burgettstown, PA. Yeah, that's Pitts- that's Pittsburgh. But they were here okay. in Philly maybe three weeks ago. Okay. Were they? Yeah. All right. Yep. I would uh, normally be front row center. How did I miss that? Roger Waters has released two new singles and lyric videos, Speak to Me and Breathe, from his new album, Dark Side of the Moon Redux. Uh, now 80 years old, the Dark Side of the Moon Redux is his reinterpretation of the Pink Floyd classic album uh, that he recorded when he was just 29. In addition to each of the original 10 tracks, which, like the original, run seamlessly together to create one epic composition, the new version will feature a bonus 13-minute original composition inspired by the re-recording as a final track. And that will be out on October 6th. Interesting. We had a sample of that. I don't know if it's still in the system, but it's, um, uh, you know, you can recognize it. It's just done differently. Okay. Uh, Give me a second here. It's under Anson Williams. Oh, yeah. yeah, No, that's Pump Up up, up Your Blood. How long ago was this? Uh, It would have been uh, uh, Thursday or Friday. Okay, hang on. All right, I'll, uh, I'll mention another story while we're waiting for that audio case. Okay. Uh, Iron Maiden's Bruce Dickinson has plans to release a solo album sometime early next year. On an interview, he said, This album has been a very personal journey for me, and I'm extremely proud of it. He also said that uh, he's going on the road to promote it, too. Uh, the first live shows will be in Mexico and Brazil in April and May, and he says that more will be revealed soon. Uh, the new album, which is titled Mandrake Project... Uh, will be Dickinson's seventh solo album and his first since 2005. What is a mandrake? I know that name. Uh, you know it from Harry Potter. Harry Potter, right? Yeah, the, she yeah. pulls the mandrakes out of the and ground. And they scream. Yes. Yeah, okay, that's where it is. Are uh, they their they're plants? Yes. Yeah. 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 And they scream? Yeah. That was my one, when I went to see the uh, the attraction of the Franklin, is that that, that herbology, that, that area where the yeah. plants were, they, that were, they were not... On that day. Oh, yeah. So they did have mandrakes there. Right, I do yeah, remember yeah. that. Yeah, you're right about that. Case, did you find it yet? Um, no. Okay. All right. I'll play it on my harmonica. And oh. then, uh, finally, uh, this is really cool. Getty Lee has announced a new tour. It's across the UK in support of his upcoming memoir called My Effin' Life. North American dates are forthcoming. So that's cool. So maybe Getty will come through Philly. He usually does when he's got some kind of a project. It'd be re- really oh, awesome. Man. Could you imagine that? To get him in here for yeah. a sit down? That would be incredible. Break uh, out the old jars of farts. So it's t- 
It's titled Getty Lee in Conversation and is an intimate spoken word tour. And he'll read key passages that tell stories about his family, life, and childhood, as well as the history of Rush. Uh, he said writing this book has meant spending so uh, so much time living in the past. And I've never lived my life looking anywhere but forward, which is why I resisted doing this type of thing for so long. Neil, Neil Peart, uh, that whole tribute uh, concert is coming up soon, yes? Uh, yeah, the Bangin' for Buddy. Right. Uh, I, mean, I mean, for, um, oh man, what's it called? Burritos? Oh, 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 um, Bubba. Burning for Buddy was one they did for uh, uh, for um, Buddy Rich. Okay. Uh, but but that would, Neil spearheaded that. Yeah, it's called, uh, yeah, Burning for, or it's called the Bubba Bash. Okay, that's Bubba Bash. Uh, yeah, that's um, coming up in January. Uh, but this book will be out on November 14th. It's Getty Lee's uh, book, A Look Back in His Life, which I will definitely be reading. We know some people who are, you know, sort of a little bit more um, friendly with him. We should just, you know, Connected. make every effort we can yeah. because that would be that'd be a huge uh, win. Most definitely. All right, that's it. That's all that I have in music news for you. And Steve, since you mentioned it, you know what? I do have a pair of tickets for the Bubba Bash oh. tribute to Neil Peart. It is going to be Saturday, January 6th at the Keswick Theater. Uh, tickets are on sale now. If you'd like to go, we'll take caller number uh, 16 at 215 uh, WMMR, uh, YY Not, which is a tribute band. Rush is going to be playing. Mike Portnoy will be there as well. And Joe uh, Bergamini uh, and many more. So tickets are on sale now. You can go to WMMR com for complete details. We'll take caller 16 and we'll give you a pair of tickets to go to the event. 215-263-WMMR. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Wrapping up the program along with the leather of the day for the word of the week prize, Jerry Seinfeld tickets yes. at the Met. So hang out. We'll be back in a moment. 93.3 WMMR. You're a real crumb bum. Crumb bum cash. You're not calling about a cheeseburger, are you? I'm calling about a thousand burgers. <laughs> he just won a thousand dollars with crumb bum cash. Your shot to win one thousand dollars five times a day. Listen for the crumb bum contest keyword for your chance to grab some dough with MMR's crumb bum cash. We're really happy to give you a thousand dollars from the MMR for you to Monday morning thousand dollars. Thank you guys. Rock. Official rules at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Horizon Services, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Book online at horizonezbook.com. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Your wallet. Uh, the clouds continue. The rain off and on continues. And it uh, looks like we're going to get more of that stuff tomorrow. Cooler temperatures. I actually wore like a, an actual warm shirt today. It's pretty. Because, uh, oh, thank you. It's pretty. <laughs> I wouldn't call this pretty. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. It's pretty. Um, uh, but yeah, we, we get we get a chance to dust off those uh, fall clothes. Yes. And, um, Bring out my fall shorts. Maybe put on a sweater or something like that. Oh my gosh. Sweater. Yeah. I wore a sweater today. Did you really? Oh yeah, you are. She's looking all flash dancey. Yeah. Um, She's a oh, maniac. Marissa pulled up a quote I said at the very beginning of the show. It's another full bag of suck today. Yeah. As far as the weather goes, but uh, and maybe tomorrow too, but nonetheless, it's all good. It's all good, gang. Uh, I would like to thank uh, Randy Bates for joining us yeah! this morning. Uh, Randy and his crew at uh, Bates Motel and Hayride, um, they're part of the MMR big friggin' deal this week, and essentially you get half off, so it's... Um I think it's two tickets for 50, 50 bucks. bucks. Which is astonishing. Yeah. There's so much 
to do out there. Yeah, you get the two adult combo tickets for fifty bucks. So, and and that's while supplies last. So you make sure uh, you want to make sure you get those before they are indeed gone because that's one of those must go to. Yeah, that's locations. Where, that's where we're going. I have to go to you know a haunted house at least one uh, each season for Jace because that's what he's into now. So I think that's the one we're going to this Excellent. year. You and he should sit down and watch Terrifier and Terrifier Two over the weekend. Well, yeah, he, he always laughs whenever something comes on. He's like, "Is that the movie that the guy you work with?" Told <laughs> I should watch. <laughs> you should. Um, hey, do you want to come over my house no. and we can go out to dinner first? Mm-hmm. And then we, no? Okay. No. <laughs> I thought, I, no, I thought I, you were I, being very nice. I, so I'm always nice to no, her. No, that is really nice of you, but no yeah. thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about I make dinner? <laughs> Bag of spaghetti? You, yeah. You, you're going oh the wrong God. way. Yeah. That's for Preston only. Don't stop going in and offering my specialty. <laughs> To somebody else who is unworthy <laughs> of bag of spaghetti. Did you ever get that spaghetti? Not yet. It's coming. No. It's going to be a surprise. <laughs> Guys, thanks a lot for nothing. God, he insisted over and over. And, and then the when the opportunity came, and I yeah, I found out it was a farce. Yeah, it was I don't a joke. Get any of what you're talking about? It's okay. Don't you Most don't want to relive don't. it? Okay. Uh, also, I want to thank Bill Weston. Officially announcing his retirement uh, here on uh, our show. Uh, we've, we've known about it for a little while now, but we just waited for the official word to come down, and it kind of trickled in here and there, and we're like, well, let's have Bill on to officially announce it. But Bill, uh, as of December 31st, will wrap up his long tenure of program director of WMMR. Three months shy of 20 years. Yeah, wow. and uh, will be left in the capable hands of our very good friend and uh, and brother in uh, radio, uh, Chuck Miko will be the program director. It's just a perfect choice. Yeah. I mean, Chuck is um, such a fan. Uh, You mentioned uh, talking about him, his picture in eighth grade wearing the MMR Mm -hmm. t-shirt. But he um, went to, he wanted to be an intern at MMR after high school. And the, we only accepted people who were in school in a college-type program. He enrolled in Connecticut School of Broadcasting only for the purpose of getting an internship here so he could say... That's like Pancake. Yeah. yeah pancake the same the thing. same thing. Yeah. And it worked out for both of them. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it worked out for Pancake, poor bastard. <laughs> he, he has to work for me. He's still working on yeah. it. Listen. He's still with me. Chuck's love goes so deep, and this is so funny, and it's ironic in this, but he... When we worked at Y100, and Casey did a weekend uh, shift at Y100 as a jock, uh, Chuck would call, and he would prank, he would he would harass Casey, yeah. because he was such a fan of MMR, he was calling to Raz Casey on Y100, and now they're like the bestest of buddies. Wow. Yeah. But he used he to still call. still me, but uh, yeah, I mean, he was in a band, and he'd be on his way home from gigs, yep. and he would call me up, and he'd be like, you suck! Yeah, that type of thing. Yeah, and I'd be like, hey, no, I do suck. <laughs> That's not brand kind. New, though. Yeah. No. But he's, he's, he's gotten to a better place. All right. Yeah. He, through the healing powers of Casey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Through the magical spaghetti right. powers of Casey. Yes, the <laughs> bag of spaghetti powers. Right, take one bag of spaghetti and call me in the morning. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, shall we do the letter of the day? Sure. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. S as in sartorial. 
Sartoria. Ah. Not spaghetti. Okay. Uh, Not spaghetti. We have one letter, and we have five <laughs> that we need to get before we give away a four-pack of great seats. Center Orchestra, just eight rows behind the pit seating area, uh, to see Jerry Seinfeld, Friday, October 6th, 9.30 p.m. at the Met in Philadelphia. Tickets for both shows that night are on sale now via Ticketmaster. And the 7 p.m. show is nearly sold out. You can go to the contest page, WMMR.com, and you'll have another chance to win tickets there. Pretty sweet deal. Um, what's happening today, ma'am? We got Crumb Bum Cash coming at noon and again at 3 and again at 5. Uh, chances to win 1000 bucks. And for the Workforce Blocks today, another special kind of edition of them. It's National One Hit Wonder Day. Today. Mm. So nice. the entire hour and a half will be One Hit Wonders. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's cool. Now, the thing about a One Hit Wonder is if you're in that band, you're you just cannot stand the fact yeah. that someone refers to you as a one-hit wonder because you have however many uh, you know pieces of music that you have. But on the other hand, you know historically, or for better or for worse, the music industry classifies all these songs, and oftentimes we really don't hear anything more. Remember Kaja Gugu? Sure. Too uh, shy. Shy. Too shy. Yeah. shy. Yeah. I mean things Jamal. like that. I mean, there's way Mama. more than that, but, yeah. but there's more than we'll have time for. But we'll get to some. Um, it's funny because I remember we had a long, 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 long time ago and we were Y100 and we were kind of doing a where are they now type of thing. And we had, uh, do you remember the musician Greg Kinn? Yes. Oh, yeah, Greg yeah. Greg Kinn band. We had him on and we we're talking to him and he goes, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He goes, this, yeah, we ended up having 14 albums. And I go, why do I only know two songs from you then? <laughs> Jeopardy like, and the Breakup Song. Jeopardy and the Breakup yeah. Song. Uh-huh. And and uh, he's like, but that's the way it was back then. The, you get a deal with a record label and they kept making your records. And uh, you Listen, know. We, we worked in those formats. We worked essentially with a tremendous amount of one-hit wonders. Of and some of my favorite songs yeah. come are one-hit wonders. I like some of them. We used, I did positioning imaging for um, DRE years ago, and I said, you know, the, the, and the, the tag phrase was, more artists with less greatest hits albums than any other station. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, some of the ones we play, what's the do 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 song? do 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 Oh, uh, Third Eye Blind. But Third Eye Blind, they had a few hits, yeah. though. Yeah. 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 All right. Semi Semi uh, Charm Life. Harvey, Harvey Dangerfield. Yeah. Harvey Dangerfield. Uh, yeah. Flagpole said. Uh, what about New Radicals? Ah, you only get what you give. Space Great Hog. song. Space Hog in the meantime. In the meantime. Yeah. Or in the meantime, it's called. What's the song? Mm-hmm. The, uh, hum. Is that the band Hum? Um, hum had a song called Stars. Which I love. Which, that is grungy. It's it was awesome. It was never an heard of either. Kind of hit, but yeah. it, it wasn't like a, a big hit. But uh-huh. it's a good song. It's yeah. a really good song. Yeah. Well, there you go. We'll There's see, lots we'll, of them out yeah, there. Yeah, there are. And nice. listeners will help, and we've got some ideas. And so together we'll make some kind of stew of one hit wonders. Uh, maybe. Don't uh, make soup. Rupert Holmes. Ah, <laughs> he was not one a one of the hit wonder. greatest one hit wonders of all time. That's that's on the yacht rock set. <laughs> didn't he have he had another hit, did, did he? Not? Really? I believe he did. Wow. That was his biggest see how you can yeah. top the majesty of that one. Yeah. Me and my lady. He recorded oh, another lady. song with King Crimson. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Favorite, Pierre. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun today. It will be. For sure. All right. Thank you, Pierre. And I want to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today uh, by Duncan. Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Wilmington University. Find your education 
home at Wilmington University, wilmu.edu. Tomorrow on our program, it'll be a Tuesday, so we have Tattoos Day taking place. Listen for your chance to win a presidency show-themed tattoo. Our good friend from the Hooters, Mr. David Wasikinen. Hey! He stopped by the studio. There is a documentary uh, out that he is in, and we'll chat with him. And also, a big one, Kathy's Fall Activities. Yeah. 2023 are going to be revealed on this program with a brand new theme song and everything. Um, it's a massive media event. It'll be up on the website. All the information will be there. It's amazing. Make sure you're here for the live unveiling, though, tomorrow morning. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Bing, Shopify helped businesses break sales records over the holidays with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.